This is the Living Room Chronicles podcast. This is the Living Room Chronicles podcast. We usually do some beer tasting on here, and we tried to have a nice Christmas ale tonight. Spencer brought a year old, although I do not a year it. old. It's a and month. It's a month expired. Oh, it's only a month exp- uh, A year old then. So it's like this it was expired. last. Oh year yeah, I guess it expired yeah. Expired in January nineteen of nineteen. So yeah. it's a month old. No, it's a month past expiration. Whatever. It tastes like shit. Yeah, it's yeah, like it's sour. It's last year's batch. And it's it gross. Tastes like, it tastes like you've seen those videos of people with the beer cans in the trash, and they cut the hole in the bottom, and they drink all the, <laughs> the leftover beer. Yeah. Oh. That's what it tastes like. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, it that's tastes ass. awful. Wait, there's actually videos of that shit? Yeah. It tastes Dude, like... That's like, a, that's like a punishment in some drinking <laughs> games. Like, sometimes... Drink people, the trash beer. Yeah, people in Kings, like, you... Like one of the rules, pour a little into the community, and at the end of the game, that's not a trash. Tom's talking like about a an actual beer? trash can, like the bag afterwards. Like this, you've dude. never seen those? What? Yeah, Tom's. You ever seen about those guys? Like, sure. Yeah, but it's it's a it's the fucking. <laughs> yeah. throw, I'm gonna yeah, fucking. Like throw but up, I mean, I understand. I get that. <laughs> that's so gross. That's an al- that's an alcoholic right there. Is that Larry? We're literally. <laughs> We're literally uh-huh. watching a video on Barstool of a guy who just picked up a bag full of it's empty of beer cans like yeah, and red solo cups, and he pokes a hole in the bottom and just drinks the filthy condensation beer and nasty water you know when that you took that out, out of like there. When you had to take the trash out after a party in college. Ooh, yeah, all you knew. You just saw, look- you saw it. Was what are you looking at wrestling for, ago? Ralph? This just is on my computer, dude. They must know, dude. They must know. This, dude, it's the government. Peak my interest. Dude, the government, dude, I got an ad for a WWE. Um, yeah, well, they're coming to Cleveland. Did you get... Did you probably you, got I your cookies you, open. Oh, I, those socks? I tagged you in those... Uh, those socks? Bro, yeah. yeah, I've seen those. Open. I want the Ric yeah. Flair ones because well, he's got the title Bibbin, on those. Are you on yeah. his Wi-Fi? For what? Uh, while you're here, while we record? Yeah. I think this well, was, then, yeah, because you're probably looking at wrestling shit. And not it's really. No, I haven't looked at any wrestling shit since I got here. Well... Let's just, like, everybody has been saying for years that Facebook listens to you. It, it, it does, does, 100%. For sure. You know, the Mark Zuckerberg got taken to court for that. Yeah, anytime I look up something... Listen, listen, I read this thing where even if you talk and your phone's off, it like it, yes. it knows. So, for example, that just happened, talking about booking this bachelor party, talking about going to Austin, all of a sudden in my Instagram feed, fly to Austin for this yeah. much. Granted, I was looking it up on my phone, but... I swear, if you just for like two days, if you talked about a Swedish cruise line, I've been trying to experiment. And your phone was down, it would it would pick it up, and you go on your Facebook and be like, "Book on Carnival to fucking Sweden." Well, you have an Alexa too, so use your Amazon against you. Sometimes uh, Alexa has started talking in the middle of the night without me saying anything, and I get really freaked out. That's creepy. All right, listen to this one. So I started listening. uh, I hate to admit this to that call her daddy. Podcast. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing, yeah. dude. Uh, so great what, sex tips. It's like the number it, thirteen podcast in the world, right? Yeah, so listen to this. It's these barstool chicks. <laughs> as of, as like of January, tips. they started uh, sponsoring this Roman wipe, and essentially, it's a wipe that you can put on your dick that desensitizes it, so you can last longer. They've, Interesting. They've, they've, they've. It's much like the spray. I'm assuming they have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never used that before, but. Um, just because I listened to that and they sponsor it, it all of a sudden popped up on my Facebook page. Like this, 
make your dick like make me last longer in bed with this. Yeah, but and... you also probably like a bunch of pictures of a no, bunch. No, I of... don't like their stuff. No, you like a bunch of pictures of a bunch of hot chicks. So it's just smart marketing, dude. They know, like Instagram knows. How do they know I got premature ejaculation? Instagram knows what you click on, what you zoom in on, what you screenshot, dude, everything I'm, that you I think do on there. I'm app. starting to think television was like that. Somehow through the, t- dude, I see more and more cruise, uh, cruise uh, commercials every day. That's like buying a car, though. Like once you buy a car, oh, yeah, like you once Spencer every... bought his first Jeep, he saw a Jeep every two seconds. Right. Once Tom bought his first Chevy, he saw a Chevy every two seconds. But I mean, I so much, my new Chevy ain't on the road. I'm much the only like one. to what our special guest, who remains anonymous until we introduce yeah, him, you're uh, not allowed to tell anybody who the <laughs> fuck you are. Dude. Much like don't, what he was saying. I was surprised. Though, why do we let him talk, dude? I don't know. You you fuck know. up. I'll add like the kind of underneath his voice until we introduce him. Uh, but the thing about it though is, is Apple actually introduced something new with their phones where you can live listen into conversation. So if you leave your phone yeah. in the room, I can it's go like downstairs a, and have spy. my AirPods in and I can listen to what you guys are talking about if my phone's in here and I'm downstairs. Yeah. Th- oh, dude. So it's, if, if that's so able to happen, get cheating, well, I mean, oh, if, if they're man, able to do, dude, you are going to get caught by your girl, bro. She is going to buy an extra iPhone after listening to this podcast and leave that shit in your bedroom. Well, it's not even that. It's anything with a microphone, bro. Yeah. So iPod Touch, too. I mean, No, you Alexas could... have been used as uh, witnesses to murder. Yeah. Because Fitbits they, they helped see, in that. Like a murder happened at a house, and they, they can pull, record they, everything. They ask Amazon for the records. Yeah. So speaking of Amazon, we might as well roll right into that. But before we do, um, wanted to... Welcome everyone to the living room. We have a very, very special guest today. I, I hyped him I'm up so last excited. week. <laughs> I'm pretty juiced about this one. This is one of my best friends, one of Bibbin's best friends, and we've all known each other for a very long time. So very, very long time. Without further ado, everybody, Thomas James on the mic, man. Welcome. Oh. What's up, fellas? Welcome, buddy. Long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, oh, I all, I've one. always wanted to say that on the radio. I just don't have the patience to call like and wait to get into a contest or talk to somebody. Yeah, I we tried it once to have get you ever on the radio on live. Um, one did, time we did in the car after a Cavs game. Me, Tom, Defo. me, Tom, uh, Dylan, and Joe Hiller, and we. We all, um, we called in and Dylan swore in the first like six words that he said. So they cut him <laughs> off. We heard it. They, they cut dumped him. him. Yeah. Oh, they dumped him. Yeah. yeah. They dumped him. But uh, you, yeah. literally, you have to wait like a half hour to I get I think on. Uh, your boy Fee, he gets on the radio every so often. I hear, Doesn't he I have think, an alias that he goes by? I think he just goes by Anthony. Okay. Uh, but of course he says some mumbo jumbo bullshit. Yeah. Um, he tries to plug it and <laughs> he tries to plug his shit. Yeah. I think, uh, I think jaywo has been on a few times yeah I, he's probably just calling in in the morning shows on his way to work or whatever it may be when he's got nothing else to do. <laughs> he's just a pissed off cleveland fan yeah. well i get really upset at anthony Fire lima who? dude i can't stand anthony lima like and i'm one of these days i'm gonna call into the radio and be like dude anthony lima is the definition of a cuck like he literally is just anti-everything he just he just you can't say anything that he agrees with. That's annoying. Yeah, and he's just, he's always like that. Dude, a legend is calling Answer in. The put this on speaker, yeah. dude. Put no, it on I'm speaker. Put, put it on blast. speaker. Yes. Put well, him on I'll speaker. <laughs> that is a legendary picture of him, though. Hello? 
So Tom right now is talking uh, to much. his dad actually, that uh, goes by the name of J God. How conceited! But his dad's actually 458 years old. He is literally the oldest man in the world. He's a living legend. Nope. And I'll put his mustache up. Tell him I said anybody's. hi, dude. It's why. It's why Tom's a legend. It's like it's why time Tom's a legend within Twinsburg. And of, of course, of course, J God's talking about asking him about basketball. Of course, Jay God's the only father who will call you call his son while he's living in South Carolina about a high school JV basketball game. I literally, I became my father today. I went to a freshman boys basketball game by myself, oh, sat in the stands by myself, and like analyzed and watched the game. Well, oh my God. that's dope. You got to say why though, because one of our well, yeah, one of our old coaching. teammates was yeah. coaching and. Everybody loves Devon. Shout out to yeah. D. Sanders. He's doing big things. I see he's coach. He coaches the um, their football team one too. Quote of all time. Yeah, we went to see his football game too. Um, Doesn't Dominique coach too? Yeah, he yeah. coaches at Twinsburg. Yeah. Uh, Vaughn coaches at Maple. Oh, okay. So okay. Um, Dominique coaches at Field now. Oh, does he? Basketball. Cool. Is he the head coach? Uh, yeah. That's Varsity. dope. That's really cool Good for him. Yeah, I yeah. watched him play a couple weeks ago. And so then, uh, Coach Jones, yeah. he's his assistant. <laughs> do you awesome. ever? Do you ever wish? So Tom has a teaching degree. Do you ever wish that you taught and coached, and you getting a little bit of an itch being in the school? I feel like it'll happen someday. Yeah, um, at least coaching. Yeah, that lifestyle uh, has always been something appealing to me. Only probably because like my, my whole family's been surrounded by it. But just being back in the gym and seeing old coaches that that's how they spend their time. You know, they teach all day, and then they're going and watching three basketball games at night on a Tuesday. Let's like, be real. They probably watch film half the day, like good coaches. Probably, yeah. yeah. And they might just be watching basketball games to get away from their wives. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe that's what my dad did. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah. it's it's something cool to be dedicated about that craft because there's something peaceful, like, while you're at the game or, like, while you're at practice, you have one goal in mind. Yeah. And that's the only thing that matters. So when that one when you're doing that one thing like for me playing sports was always like escapism like that's when nothing else matters when I'm on the field for that two hours or whatever mm-hmm. or I'm at practice or I'm at the gym or I'm watching film like I don't look at my phone I don't do any of that shit like nothing else mattered and like I always think that I'm gonna get back into coaching just because of how much I loved it while I was playing the only reason I made it far in sports was because I knew the game better than everybody else did like I learned shit faster I called the defenses like that's the only reason I I wasn't a better athlete so like thinking about coaching Tom and I both talked about this when we were leaving college dude is the money we're like we don't want to we don't want to be broke for that long but Dude, my homie is a strength coach at Toledo. Shout out to Christian. But um, he's a strength coach there. Dude is going to make a very good, well above just well, a little six-figure salary. That's like, working for a university. Ohio State strength coach, he works for Toledo. But like he just did his time, basically. And it's just work ethic, bro. Ohio State strength coach makes seven hundred grand. Bro. I'm sure I understand that. I'm just saying like you're comparing this to... You a take, high school. You take coaching. a high school head football coach, in a eighty ninety grand. Well, just for them to get paid, like they might make forty five hundred dollars for the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you're an assistant, or you're maybe, like D five, maybe a quarter of that, and that's like that's like at Twinsburg, which could be D one. Now you might get paid more if you're gonna go coach at like St. Ed's. Yeah, uh, at, at, or like maybe a Glenville like a Columbus or school like a or Columbus something. School. Like a powerhouse program. But, like I know, I have a bunch of friends that are assistant coaches. They're getting maybe like fifteen hundred bucks on the side. 
Yeah. Uh, For three months plus work. Yeah. And, like, no, dude, it's, like, fucking all year yeah. round. That and who knows if... The, I don't know if they're getting like paid during months. the winter, like, yeah. strength trainings and the summer camps and all that. But, um, yeah, there's just not any money in it, and there's not any money in education as it is unless you're an administrator. And isn't that... That's, like, bad. Yeah. Like, they should reevaluate that. That's I a would huge... Like, I mean, we Chance don't talk... Chance the Rapper said this once. Go ahead. We don't talk politics, but that is a huge yeah. thing right this now. This is, like, a mature conversation. It is. Conversation. Too, it's way too mature politics. for us. Pay but, the fucking teachers. Yeah, we should pay the teachers, Paying the it, teachers. And then that's, like, an investment. You're literally investing in society by Investing in the, the children. Teachers. Yeah. And that's why private future. schools exist, though, because they're literally... People are investing in the children. I think one there, thing too is is the lack of pay can force people out, or not even people don't want the opportunity to go smart in. People out. So and, and you could lose a lot of potentially good teachers. Like I, I know a bunch of kids I went to school, college horn, with that we all graduated. We all got our degrees, and they're not teachers. They went into sales or marketing, oh, yeah. much like myself. Just because the money's not there, because you can't fucking survive on 29 grand yeah. nowadays. Yeah. And that's a starting teacher's salary. Mm-hmm. Unless you go into a nice school district, like maybe like a Solon, where you might get 35 to start. Yeah. But you could take you the college degree and survive. walk into a sales just... and, and make 50 grand out of college. Mm-hmm. You can make 30 grand for your starting base salary with having a basic college degree. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and just the way that everybody lives, it's hard to even live off 50 grand. Like, yeah. There's pe- plenty of people making a hundred grand that, well, are, everyone that are lives living, above their means. Yeah, yeah. plenty of people making a hundred grand that are living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. But speaking of uh, back to the original conversation, we were talking about Alexa earlier, and we were talking about now we're talking about money, so it ties right back into Bezos. Yeah. And we touched on it last time. The with richest like dude in the choir, world, yeah. but more shit unfolded last week that we got to touch on right after our conversation. Shit leaked that what company was it that was blackmailing him? National Enquirer. So like he has it's like, a right because he owns the Washington Post. So yes, it's a rival a, news station. He owns yeah. the Washington Post, National Enquirer, which has ties to donald trump yeah like the owner of the national Enquirer is, is a, a very big supporter. big supporter of donald trump and donator yeah um but he uh essentially is being extorted over his penis pictures that he has yeah. going on with his mist or with his wife or no not with his wife no, sorry like i apologize messages back and forth with yeah his with mistress. um his mistress and um <clears throat> i apologize There's something wrong with my throat got a main bitch <laughs> <laughs> so um I just the only thing I wanted to like touch on it real quick before we like go into other things is is I just can't believe that the guy has the balls to the National Enquirer guy has the balls to go after Jeff Bezos because this man is worth one hundred thirty one point six billion dollars. Yeah, this man can literally spend a billion dollars and the amount of information in, that... in attorneys and he's good. He won't feel it at all. Dude. A billion dollars in attorneys and he yeah. won't feel it at all. And then on top of that, he can go another billion dollars in information, and he won't feel it at all. So I just want to say it first and foremost, rest in peace to the National Enquirer. Yeah. It was cool seeing you on the newsstands in front of, like, the Giant Eagle supermarkets and stuff like that. But, you know, forever rest in peace because you're done for. Can I ask a really dumb question? Yeah, go. Of course. What is the National Enquirer? Okay, so National Enquirer is like a tabloid uh Is that like the black outlet? and white? No, it's well, like what said, you like, see, horse like horse face alien eats yeah, Chewbacca's like, penis or something. Yeah, like, that. like they have like the crazy ass tabloids that you see, and it's always at like the left of the checkout counter, yeah. like next to like Men in Black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be like crazy shit, like that you just wouldn't believe at all. And they, uh, 
caught wind of a story of Jeff Bezos, who's in the middle of a divorce, has a mistress, um, and he's set to lose like half his fortune because that's the way California is set up. So he's going to lose half of 130 some billion dollars. So yeah, they're trying to extort him. I think either for money or no. What they're trying to for extort the Washington him for, Post or for something. I forget. What they're trying to extort him for is they want the Washington Post to debunk one of its stories that it posted about like something political. Like not to get super political, but it's a hundred percent politically driven. Yeah. The, the it's owned by, like his friend David Pecker owns <laughs> owns the place that fucking which is hilarious that it was dick pics that were what they were trying to leak. <laughs> so fucking so <laughs> David Pecker was trying to blackmail Bezos to get him to use the Washington Post to make the Republican Party look good again. Basically, because there's just a lot of bad stuff coming out about Trump right now. So the Republican Party is playing cleanup duty. But <clears throat> what Bezos did, and Spencer just went on about how powerful this motherfucker is, and it's 100% true. But he said, fuck spending the money. I'm oh, not even going to waste blast. my money. Yeah. Here's my dick pics. Suck my dick. I'm charging you with blackmail. Have yeah. a nice day. Yeah, he put it all he out. He put it on out blast. there, yeah. accepted the divorce, didn't give a shit, and was just like, nope, see ya. And was and like, yeah, here's. Bezos he even, is like, Bye, He guys. says that he has in writing from the National Enquirer, like, the uh, blackmail and extortion attempts. So, like, he's even publishing those. So, like, mm-hmm. if it's. A, it, that's what I'm saying. Rest in peace to the National yeah, Enquirer. Yeah, they're done for. They're yeah, done they're done for. for. Dumbass. Yeah. They're done but for. Back, to, back to our guest, <laughs> particular Tom, is what I'm going to have to call you, man. You, I've had a bone to pick with you for a long time, dude. I've, I've been wanting to bring this up on the podcast, so it's a nice segue into some things I want to talk about. But Tom's one of those people that if you call him, he'll ignore your call and text you. And he's not busy. He might be like just sitting on the couch. Like maybe he's beaten off. There's a 90% chance he's beaten off. Easy. But in that 10, easily in that 10% of his free time, he'll still ignore you. And then he'll just complain. He'd rather sit there and have a text conversation. So I want to ask the same I want to ask you guys, like, how are you? I I would much rather call. Like if you're my friend and I'd like speaking with you, I don't want to sit there and text. Yeah, I mean it depends on the person. I mean, I like to obviously have a phone conversation, but there's some times where I'm just like, nah man, I'm just not feeling it. I yeah. think it depends on the level of the conversation I want to have. Yeah. If it's something quick, just text me. If you need to, if you need to sit there and explain something to me, uh-huh. yes, I'd much rather have you yeah, ta- call and talk to me on the yeah. phone. And that's what it usually. When I call Tom, it's because I actually want to be like, "Yo, dude, I'm coming to your apartment." Like every time I'd come to this guy's apartment, I just have to just have... shows up, doesn't tell me, like doesn't <laughs> get the invite. Just yo, I'm on your, I'm on the way to your apartment. Like okay, <laughs> well, you're that's not... why I'm ignoring your call. <laughs> How you gonna get it? I ain't coming down. <laughs> You would be. Would no, be. but so fucking his, my other friend Joe would have to fucking come get me. Every, Joe Hill has to come get me every time. So, um. That's funny. So what are you, Bibin? If it's a text, you'd rather, you'd rather, if it's quick, you'd rather text. Yeah, just text Spencer me. is a text me first type of guy. Yeah. So I guess I'm the only guy. Maybe I'm old school, but, or I work a lot on my phone talking. So yeah. I, so do I. I'm on the phone all day. The but, last thing I want to do like when I get off of work is talk. I hear you on that. I'm on the phone all 
day. Yeah, I kind of like my job though. Like I get to talk to people about nice. shit I'm like good at, and I'm like, all right, I know how to coach you through it. And like, well, that it's kind of like a game. To <laughs> what me. the fuck? Sorry, my bad. There's something wrong with my throat. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the hell was that. Did you just get attacked, dude? Dude, I don't know what that was. But I mean, like you always post those videos and shit like that, like with your drive-by listings mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's not like you're stuck in an office all day, like Tom probably yeah. is. Just on the phone, just repetitive, trying to... desk. Have you guys ever had people... Well, recently, it's been happening a lot more to me. People just randomly FaceTime me. Like, my friends will just FaceTime me in, like, the middle of the day. Your boy, J-Will. FaceTimes? He no longer calls. Everything is a FaceTime. And my phone case does not work on speaker because it's so clogged with, like, dust and stuff, and I haven't cleaned it out. So it's like, (laughs) if I got a FaceTime, I got to pull the phone out, and that's why it's all mangled and whatnot. Um, you have yeah, a battery I hate case. He, yeah, I actually Damn, just ordered. Are expensive speaking too. of Amazon, I just ordered one on Amazon last night. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I hate that. Like, don't every. It's like every Sunday morning, I got to hear his his story from last night and what Biddy he talked to, and it, 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 I don't need a Facetime for that. And it's like 10 a.m. and I don't yeah. need to hear it. And yeah, like, I don't like, want to see. That's just like freaking strippers and eggs, dude. I don't need that in my morning, <laughs> man. I don't need that shit. <laughs> so. So I'm sitting there like, I, it'll just be, it'll literally be at like two in the afternoon. It's because I, I have a lot of service industry friends, like homies who clean shit for a living, uh, you who cooks, like people who just work different schedules. So I'm getting FaceTimed at like two in the afternoon. I got like two people in my office. I'm like, no, I can't answer this question, dude. Well, my whole thing is I, I just don't like when people FaceTime in public because mm-hmm. like it's on speakerphone essentially that's all it is it's Dude, just have a ever, visual speakerphone have you ever been to my apartment downtown i no. feel like that's apartment. so commonplace in public now though every people being on the phone granted it's very um uh, the demographic in my apartment is very heavily um you can shout it out. You moved out. Okay. And uh, they... Where'd you move out of, dude? We're downtown. Reserve Square. Reserve Square. Everybody knows about Reserve yeah, Square. Yeah, so it's right? very heavily... These dudes do not get the fact of, like, what a personal phone call is. So you get in the elevator, and they are on FaceTime screaming. I mean, they talk loud as it is when they're on the phone, but they're always FaceTiming. You just got to yeah. sit in the elevator for, like, a minute, because I live on the, I lived on the 16th floor. Yeah. And you got to hear the whole, you don't even know what they're talking about because it's in a different language, but they're like screaming and then like. So maybe in different countries, it's like a usual thing. Like everybody FaceTimes. I think they just don't, they don't have a, like a proximity, like meter. Like they get really close to you and they don't realize it. Like even in the weight room there, like the guy could be standing like a foot away while you're lifting. It's like, bro. And he's just looking at you. Like, mm-hmm. dude, go away before I frisbee this five-pound plate through your forehead. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that so much. Yeah. That was one benefit of getting out of there. It's like, it, over time, yeah, I'm pretty sure like, I learned, I, I know some like, of the language now. Mm-hmm. It's like a cultural insensitivity a little bit on their part, but like, who are we to say that? Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it makes we're us, wrong. Maybe it makes us racist, but Well, still. no, it doesn't. No, it's not no, that. No, we're it's just, just, we're just, there's, we're, a, there's a such thing called personal space, and yeah. just like, dude, you got to... Like you gotta just be respectful of other people in terms mm-hmm. of like if you're this out in the bubble, public, dude. if you're out in public, dude, that's not your space. So like, the conversation you may have, I mean, as let's be real here, today's day and age, it's probably gonna offend someone, whatever yeah, you're talking whatever about. Whatever it is. And so like, in case if that off chance that Tom is in the elevator where that dude does say something that offends Tom, like that whole situation can obviously just be avoided had you just been fucking. 
you know, respectful of everybody else's private space or personal space and like just when I get in the hung your and I'm conversation or held your conversation. Like, tell your dude, be like, yo, chill. I'm going to be yeah, in an elevator for two minutes. Yeah, give me 30 seconds. I yeah. do that every time. Like, I don't want to talk yeah. while there's other people in here. Like, dude, I'll be yeah. on the phone with my girlfriend yeah. and she'll be like, yo, chill. I'm on, I'm, you know, she lives on the fifth floor. You mm-hmm. know, granted, it's not the 16th, but she's just like, yo, chill until I get on, you know, out on, at least until my floor. Cause yeah. It's like, dude, you don't want people to hear what you're talking about, uh-huh. but mm-hmm. they don't. And really... it's also because n- they know nobody speaks their language. Like, if you were in an elevator full of, like, yeah. do they talk about talk loud in front of each other? Oh yeah. Oh okay. yeah, yeah, dude. I went and the to worst school, part is, like, yeah. if you get stuck in the middle and there's like three on the left and three on the right, they will talk through you, and it's like they're really, really loud as it is. Well, it's and... because they know you can't understand what they're right. saying, so they have that barrier, and that it's a it like. I mean, you probably do the same thing. Like if they don't speak English, if you, and we're you've talking, been to foreign, uh, you guys, you've been to Europe, you've yeah. been to wherever the fuck Cambodia. Dude, you've been and to fucking Asia. Shit. That's dope. Yeah. So, dope. like, do do we are we like that when we're with English people around people that can't speak our language? I feel maybe we could be more. I, I don't know. I don't know. I but, feel like every every country and culture has a way of being able to uh, go about describing it, and since they're obviously not in their native culture we can't really describe it to them and they can't yeah. understand it so and they may not different. even it, they yeah. may not even act like that if exactly to like what we see them doing one thing it may be different in their eyes so it's like we gotta somewhat be a little bit i would aware. say where i was at in asia granted it was like i was in the middle of like cambodia on, on an island um that's a whole nother world in itself basically. yeah but there's like oh, there wasn't that proximity thing there but everyone i'd I stayed in a village for a month. Everyone knew each other on in this village, so that proximity thing wasn't there. But like, when I was in China, that's just like a madhouse. Like, oh yeah, you I pack as imagine, many people into yeah. whatever you can, and they, I feel like they they just are oblivious uh, to maybe it's just me not knowing, but it feels like they're oblivious to you're standing right there. Yeah. Um, or they cut in front of you, or whatever it may be. That could just be their culture but it's just like, not is personable. it like noticeable how crowded it is uh i mean it was in an airport yeah so yeah i was in a small airport in china but yeah it was still like madness it wasn't like going down the streets of shanghai where you see a million people like new york city but yeah um just like getting on the the walk tranways or whatever those are or waiting in line um yeah, it just it's it's a different feel over there, and I, mm-hmm. I felt I was by myself in well, China. You're, you're bigger than everyone over there. Yeah, so that might, like so you stuck out yeah. like being the white kid. Yeah, so it, it's just a different mentality, and they, I'm sure they're used to, it and that's how they do things. Like getting off a plane, like normally if you're in the first row or in the fifth row, like you file backwards, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. these people it was like a free for all. I was in the, <laughs> I was in the fourth row, and there's people in like row 19 rushing like everyone gets their stuff and I'm just sitting there like I don't know what to do I don't speak Chinese yeah. and you know you try to move and they just kept going and I was just like yeah. how like is it me or are these people rude like yeah. do they not see me trying to get out here um, or it's just more cutthroat kind of because they're used to that like hustle and bustle well and yeah. also you don't want to just make the assumption that they're Chinese because some Asian yeah. cultures get offended right. if they're right. if they're so. Korean or Japanese and you make Granted, that assumption I flew on Southeast China Airlines so I true so the majority, majority yeah. going <laughs> to China so I'm assuming the majority were Chinese yeah dude what uh, was the, like the food like when you were over there because I remember seeing your Instagram uh, page and you were like eating insects and oh, 
Yeah, the markets, it just seemed insane to like what the norm and what we're used oh, yeah. to is over here. So it, imagine the West Side Market. And this is in Cambodia. This right? is Cambodia. This is Phnom Penh, Cambodia, the capital city. West Side Market times 50. That Jesus. big. And it was in like a star platform. So there's, you know, one aisle has all this, but it goes on forever. And, but there's like a bunch of them. And it's just madness of people. And you see like people cutting chickens up right there. There's fried tarantulas right there. You go and pick your fruit, and then they have like book bags and stuff. Um, so so it was it was complete madness. And there's like blood on the ground, like any kind of fish market, but it was all in one. And like you could go see fish and pick fish here, but then the jewelry store will be like fifty yards away. And it's just madness with people. But uh, yeah, I did get the opportunity. I guess a delicacy there is a fried crickets or giant grasshoppers really um, and uh everyone i was the i went with a group of 10 people and they all dared me to to eat these and it was a quarter uh for 25 of them and i only wanted one but they gave me a bag full and they're like barbecued crickets but like they were on the side of the street there was flies on them like some lady with no teeth is handing them out um so the, the funny story is i i go up i'm the one guy who's gonna try it and a big gathering of Cambodian people came around to see the white kid eat. Because everyone I was with was either from Canada or Australia. Uh, I Everybody them. knew you were American yeah. as fuck. Um, so all these people <laughs> gather around, and I'm freaking out. Because these bugs, dude, these bugs, they're like probably two inches long. Yeah. And they're thick. Yeah. They pop in your mouth. But they're like fried. Mm-hmm. But they have flies and shit on them. It's 110 degrees in the city. Like um, humid heat? Yeah. Yeah, it makes Northeast Ohio like feel like paradise. It's so yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's just dirty. Yeah. But um, I'll never forget all these people around me. Like, holy shit! Like, this is a thing. And then this dude pulls up, and he's got an AK forty-seven just on his chest. It's like, <laughs> yo, what? Yeah. Uh, this yeah. turned left. Yeah. Whoa. And I didn't know if he was a cop or something, but like, he's like from me to Bib in a way, like four feet. You better just ate that AK-47 damn cricket. Just chilling, and. Uh, I ate it, and everyone was just like, la- all these Cambodian people were laughing. Wow. Um, but that was like a sight. That was like, all right, I'm in a different country. There's a guy with the, the AK five feet away from me. So, yeah, that was like a, they call it a delicacy. Um, but the majority of food, when I ate there, we had a, a, a chef uh, on the island or a lady that worked on the island. It was just a lot of fruits, fresh mangoes, pineapples. Okay. But then a lot of like chicken and a lot of rice like rice every meal yeah and then maybe there was a a dog or two missing that was there the day before i don't know what i ate but uh <laughs> <laughs> so it was like the same you ate lucky in like eggs and then like you're sick nasty coffee with condensed milk there's no air conditioning there's no running water oh wow uh it was like i, I lived in a bungalow with, with how long were you there yes yeah, so like, month. what was the whole premise of this trip like you say you took it with like 10 other people ten did other you people know I these never people met before. You, okay so you never met them before you're going on a trip to asia yeah you landed in where in some bum ass airport in cambodia yeah, or rinky dink airport so where did you go from there um so I guess I should say how I got to this point. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah. I joined, I joined right. this. I joined Tell this, the full story. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I don't know if anyone, you know, who went to college and there would be people that come in in the beginning of the semester and say, hey, you can volunteer after you graduate, da, 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 da. 
And usually, at least the OU people would just throw those pamphlets away. Like, no one's going to go to a foreign country and do this. And I just said, you know, fuck Wasn't it, it Lance that kind of encouraged you to do yeah, it? Yeah, so I got the pamphlet. Lance actually applied with me. They're only going to take 10 people from all over the world. And they go to countries in Europe and Australia. It's based out of Australia and, like, Canada. And uh, I got accepted out of, like, 1,500 applicants or something like that. And this so is they... people from OU. No, this is from people all over the world. Oh, yeah. They only took 10 people. Okay. Um, and so I, I, I had, I raised. Did they stuff. help you with costs at no. all? No. So it was, I forgot how much it was. Like, so what was the like, reward That's of not bad. picking you? Like, what did they do? Like, you just got I to be write, a part like, of that. I did write an essay. Um, oh, you didn't have to do like a real world video? No. Oh, that no. would have been dope. Um, and I think I had to tell how I was going to, because you can raise your own funds to go. Don't which you I, have oh, GoPro okay. video of like the whole thing? Um, that's it's probably still on his GoPro. Yeah, I haven't like all anything. the pictures <laughs> from the video. No, I didn't, have a Go, I didn't have a GoPro at that time. Okay. Um, that would have been dope though. But the whole premise of it was a marine biology conservation project. Okay. And um, what we did, I got, I got on a plane a week after I graduated college. First time I ever traveled outside the country. And uh, took this plane over, landed in this rinky-dink airport. Somebody was holding my name. Where How were long you at? This was in Phnom Penh, Cambodia. How long was the flight? So you flew uh, direct to Cambodia? No, no. I flew to, uh, I think it's Gainzing, China. And I had like a 29-hour layover in China. Did, so I had to sleep in the airport. Did you fly direct like from Los Angeles or New York? Uh, LAX. Okay. How long did it take you to like feel comfortable enough to just say fuck it and sleep in China? A um, couple hours. Yeah. Granted, I was with these people. Like we all. Oh, we you were, were with the, the group? I, I, one girl was from OU and another girl was from Cincinnati. And we met up in Cincinnati airport. Oh, that's cool. Okay. We're going we're gonna to tell this story because I think this is okay for you to talk about. You shouldn't feel weird about this. Tom, like being tom hits up this girl that's going and starts chopping it up with this girl yeah you do that you got, goes you're on gonna this be trip. in cambodia yeah, yeah. Didn't you bang her no she was engaged at the time did, she was not of my uh, personal liking let's say did that. you bang an asian girl when you were over there maybe uh, so we'll, get, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there we'll get there anyway anyway so i land there someone's holding my name it's this lady she runs the group uh, it's just my name on a chalkboard. I have no idea. I'm surrounded by people oh. I have no idea with. Are oh. you the group leader? No. No, the group leader doesn't want the name on the chalkboard. Oh, okay. And I'm with these two other girls, and uh, we get in what they call a tuk-tuk. So that's what they helped you with. They helped you with like, like the like, logistics of getting Yeah, from and then they took you to a, to a hotel in the city for the first night before we went to the island. So we get in this little tuk-tuk, and it is like a <laughs> carriage that what you would imagine like what you see in like old-school China, and it's attached to a motorbike. And there's no road. There's no rules on the road oh, there. Dude. So if people are going wrong ways, there's a million people on the streets. Bro, I'm, I'm just like, imagining you walking out of this oh. airport with your Texas hat on. Like, yeah. what the fuck did I get myself yeah. into? And it was like, oh, there's people. There's cars coming the opposite way. There's bulls on. There's bulls walking on the side of the road, like cows. And uh, people are cutting in and out. It is. I gotta show you these videos. It's, it's incredible. Um, but the whole point of the trip was to go to this island in the Gulf of Thailand and build m coral reefs to help oh, sustain okay, the fish cool, population yeah. because it was being overfished for these villagers. Um, so what we got to do is we, we made these giant metal, I guess, I don't know, like man-made coral reefs. They're giant metal rings. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. Um, and then we made the cement ourselves out of sand, cement mix, and water, let them dry, and what we did is uh, after we, we, we got scuba certified 
and then we'd go out into the middle of the oh that's sick so you scuba for like hours on hand doing this yeah, shit like, like i learned for a couple days um first time scuba diving any crazy shit happen when you're underwater um like got, freak out type I shit down by an octopus because i know you really? had to do that that's you dope. did that scuba uh crap in high school right in the no pool. no i never, no, scuba never in high school. that's my first time <laughs> um but what we do is we, we'd throw the giant metal carriages like that um down uh, about 60 meters down and, oh, and then, that allows them to build the coral reef and on. yeah it falls down then uh we throw the man-made or the the bricks the concrete that we made we throw it down then we dove down we'd find everything construct it underwater and then go take pieces of uh, other coral reefs that are already established and zip tie them to these and eventually the coral will like form yeah, around transplant yeah, yeah. yeah they'll foster and they'll, they'll and it becomes a new coral reef so we did that uh we also taught to kids taught english to kids like colors shapes numbers and uh, this letters. wasn't part of your major at all this was no, just this a like program a side, that was just you yeah, were walking on for. campus and signed up for yeah so that's we taught dope. we taught kids and adults uh, English because there's a lot of Western. That's influence. why you got selected though, because you were an education major Could with have straight A's that. and shit. Could have yeah. that's probably what that's. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter though. I mean, yeah. they could have taken if the whole premise of the trip was like for marine biology. I grant guarantee marine or OU's got some sort of marine biology yeah. program. Well, they also that. had him teaching English and shit, so yeah. he was like so, a perfect. Yeah, I subject. got to teach the kids, that's which true. was awesome. I got to teach the adults, which was awesome. I helped build part of a school. Uh, I helped build a playground. And I think the most important thing for the village is I built, uh, we helped build a water reservoir because I said they don't have any running water. So they collect the rainwater in these giant brick towers, which we helped. Wild. And then we attached piping that came from the top of a, a hill down into the village. And when I'm talking no running water, like I showered in with like water off the roof infested. and it was like larva infested. And we only oh. could use, and it was, it was, the drought season they call there so there's like we only could use one bucket of water to wash our entire bodies so you were just using like a rag then kind of like it would not even like that it's like you put some shampoo on your face and your hair and hope that you had enough water you have enough water to get it out (sighs) if not you're jumping in the ocean you're getting sandy again um so that was that was a real world experience so you didn't take a real shower for how long a month wow until i until i got back when the program was over, we went back to the main city in our hotel, and that was the first. You were I probably like, in that shower for like an hour and a half. <laughs> I bet but yeah, larva, maggot-infested water getting dumped on your head, and uh, shitting in a hole. So they didn't How have toilets. How bad were you chafing, dude? Wow. Oh yeah, a lot of what chafing because you were in the worst... same swimsuit every day. What was the most miserable part? Um, I would say not being able to have a bowel movement for eight days. Yeah, you were constipated. Yeah, because you ate rice every single meal. Yeah. And on top of it, there's no toilets, no running water, so there's just like a hole. You didn't even yeah. pee and for knowing eight days. No, no, I peed. I just oh, couldn't you take didn't a shit. shit. Okay, okay, um, okay. But yeah, a hole in the ground where you legit like have to squat like a, like a monkey, and that's how they all shit. Is they they sat there and like they squat like you hold your knees. Yeah, and, it's um, like the squatty potty. It's the position. Yeah, that yeah that's puts the way you you're in. supposed to. Yeah, that's how. It's a more natural yeah. alignment. Yeah. Um, but just. I couldn't, I couldn't, the amount of times I squatted over that and couldn't, couldn't shit, it was, finally when it came, I was like, oh my god, I think I lost 15 pounds, because you're eating fruit and rice and chicken, fruit and rice and chicken, fruit and and coffee, 
Damn. Well, the coffee normally does it, but yeah, if but it's it shitty so... coffee. But knowing you, dude, I can imagine how. They how all... great well, part of it's ner- part of it's nerves too, because you're like, I don't did you scream shit out here? Be honest. I don't remember. Did they have toilet paper? You're a big toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, guy. they had toilet paper, but you literally had to take to flush it down. To flush it down, you had to take the water out of the shower well and, and pour it in the hole, and it would go down. So did someone teach you this? Like, did no, someone teach like, you the poop? The toilet, and here's how you. Squat like <laughs> just squat. Yeah, I'm telling you, when you're talking native, oh, I'm talking naked babies. I'm I talking bet. no electricity, mosquito nets. Like I had to get malaria shots. Wow. All right, let's get down to brass tacks. The what? How? So did you bang a local? No, no, not even that. So how was the nightlife? Like, um, yeah. Oh, did you these ever are go funny out? stories. Like going to the like the low what was the local bar like that's what, yeah, you like, always told was, me like about local scene, you can get like, drunk off like 10 yeah, cents so, out uh, there beer dude. there was was uh it was either nickel or 10 cents so the beer. conversion rate was kind of crazy oh yeah i how have, much money did I you have, take like, there to start i have with? close to i want to say like twenty five thousand dollars in cambodia wow money which equates to like 25 bucks here <laughs> dude, so, so you're you a baller get, out there oh dude they had, like so every night we would drink because they sold it in house? our village. But you could go. We took a boat one night to the other island. Um, there's another island that had a bar, and it was like four for a dollar. Like Long Islands or Sex on the Beach. Wow. And so we all got trashed. Uh, I was it was one of the weekends where we didn't have to like work in the morning. But you could literally you can, when I say you can get trashed for under like three dollars. It happened on more than one occasion. That's awesome. Um, That's dope. So that was that was a really cool thing. It sounds like New Orleans. And I brought my. I think I brought like maybe like four hundred bucks, not knowing the exchange rate. And then yeah. once I got the money there, they just start handing me like thousand dollar bills. Like they have thousand dollar bills or five hundred dollar bills. Yeah. But that equates to like ten bucks. Yeah. Because um, I remember like being like sidebar real quick. I remember being in like the Louis Vuitton store in Italy, and like I saw an Asian lady. I don't know what descent it was, but she I would have just been. I she was pulling like out ten thousand dollar bills yeah. at a time, and I was like, "God damn, that lady is balling!" And then the the girl behind the, the counter was like, "No, no, 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 no. The exchange rate is kind of ridiculous." Yeah. So go on. Um, so yeah, every everything there was cheap in like the market. Um, when we were actually in the city, like I bought knockoff beat headphones. Yeah. For like. Five bucks. You had those knockoff beats Forever. for so long, and they were dope. Yeah, and I got a Beats pill. I still have it. I bought well, that. Well, see, for like the 10 thing bucks. is, is nine times out of ten, they're really like UA. They're like unofficial, authentic. Where yeah. it's like they're made yeah. by the same parts. They're made by the same people that initially would make the real ones. It's just they're not made in the factories that are sponsored by Beats or by Yeezy, by the shoes, by the clothing it's the people brand. People who make them who steal that exactly. shit and go make knockoffs. But yeah, Bro, that but, was yeah. that was that was dope. I guess the underwater experience that I had, I guess two of them got inked on by an octopus. That That's was, cool. That was pretty cool. And uh, we had to have shark fending lessons. Yeah. And the water that we were diving in was very murky. murky. Like I couldn't see from me to you. So everyone had to wear bright Yo, yellow. Yo, fuck that. Everyone had to wear bright yellow or pink flippers. I'm imagining water had... like that, like that blue right there. No. I maybe had one or two no, days on the like screen, that. Mark. Yeah, on the screen. Oh. <laughs> You're um, looking at the painting. But they were, like, <laughs> they were like, "You can't, you can't lose the person in front of you." And you had to go like, go down the line. If you lost sight, like someone, we came up one night, like, "Did you see that shark?" And I mean, the shark could be four feet away from me, and you can't see it. So Whoa. it has that thrill factor in it. Um, but getting did you wear any like chain link or anything like that no, while you were out there? Just, I wore shorts. No or, shark suit. I just wore, no like, nothing. A swimsuit and like a, a Under Armour, so I didn't chafe on the 
scuba tank. Um, you got cojones, my friend, because yeah, I would, yeah, you know, I that. would not have done that at all, man. It sounded like you were a lot like that fucking Thailand soccer team that got caught in a cave, like one in front of the other. Don't lose one. If we yeah. lose one, it's catastrophic type of shit. Because, yeah. dude, that's that's nuts, man. Yeah, it, it was it was a good time though. The only time I've had an issue scuba diving, uh, scuba dove in Australia, and I had a uh, moray eel come within like two feet of my neck. It popped out. Whoa. And it could have bit me and it could have been really Yeah, that's really not bad. good for anyone that's listening and doesn't know what that type of eel is. That's <laughs> it's not the big good. green ones with the yeah, sharp teeth. It's not good. That's one the cartoons are all about that are yeah. super deadly. Yeah. And I ran, yeah. I ran out of air in Australia too, about 60 meters down. Um, and they train you on this. You're, you're supposed to always swim with a person in case that happens. And I wasn't. Because you can always just steal the tube, a, right? Steal yeah. Tube. Um, and you train on how to like clear the water out of the second tube. But when that shit actually happens, like, did you I, don't I, think about it? I sucked in. I ran out of air. I looked at my tank. I'm like, oh my god! And this guy was like ten feet away from me, so I had to swim over there. I just grabbed his thing, and like, if you don't push all the water out of the way and you suck in, you're gonna drown automatically. Yeah. And it was like that's probably the scariest moment of my life because you're so far down, and I thank God I pushed it all the way and I sucked in and I could breathe. But well, that in general is just terrifying because like your your first your first thought is to essentially pull the one out, the empty one out and then put the new mouthpiece in, but you don't realize about all the water. And then you don't realize like the front actually is a button. And if, you know, if you don't clear all that out, you're like, (gasps) and then you start choking and it's not good. Cause I remember like doing that scuba class in high school once, but But luckily the training kicked in and, but that, that's, that's another trip. So where did you, where did you go from? We're going to get into that. Uh, I just lived, I just lived on this native Island. You Na- ju- so you babies. just stayed in Cambodia. You didn't go anywhere else in Asia, or um, no? Other than the city in Phnom Penh, and it's about an hour and a half bus ride to the coast, and then we got on an hour and a half long boat ride to this island, tiny uh-huh. island in the middle of the Gulf of Me- uh, Gulf of Thailand. Um, but yeah, I was there for a month, eating the same thing, 110, 115 degrees, no water. Jesus Christ, um, man! Cleaning trash for these people because trash washes up on shore, but they have no way of like cleaning it because there's nothing there. They don't have utensils. So I cleaned up the village, uh, made a bunch of stuff. So you ate with your hands for a month? Mm Mm-hmm. What? You ate with your hands for a month, like rice and shit? Well, no, they had like utensils, Uh. but like... That's I ate the same meal three times a day. Oh no, I I confused you when you said you meant like utensils to pick up trash. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So my bad. That, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, Wait, very what? very dirty, very dirty island. So we were there to okay. teach them how to, to to get rid of trash properly. And um, but yeah, it was like overall an awesome experience. I still have like pictures that the kids drew me. Like you get That's really cool. in touch with the kids there because you're with them every day in the schools. Yeah, teaching them and they look uh, up to you because they're like, I want to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, well, they look at you like I'd do anything for your life, bro. Yeah. 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 So it was it was a really cool experience. Actually, one of the guys on the trip just hit me up on Facebook the other day. He just got um, accepted into the Peace Corps. Oh, dope. Um, and he's wanting people from this trip to write a little bio that he sent to them about it was like his first trip oh He's that'd been be volunteering cool. ever since all over the world but that was his first trip and he well, i feel like it is those types of trips that will like hit that inner cord that will be like inspiring you to oh it, cha- it changed my outlook on everything yeah it will because like i mean even just with the exchange rate you you look at everything like holy shit like i i took 10 bucks there and it lasts me five six seven days yeah. and whereas here 10 bucks maybe couldn't get you through four or five hours of your day 
So it's like, you know, it may, it really is a humbling experience. So that's cool. I'm jealous. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a it was a good time, and was lucky enough to get uh to get enough donations um from different different outlets, different people. That was to when pay like the crowdfunding first started. I remember. Yeah, that I had a Go GoFundMe page. It's like when yeah. it first came out. Uh, I threw a benefit wing eating contest in college. Yeah. Bar let me rent it out. One of my See, fraternities rent, uh, wrote me a big check. Um, and you had all of this like planned out in your letter that you sent in to them that you know you were like I want to go and this is how I'm going to yeah. go about getting and my I wrote, money. I, yeah, it's the GoFundMe still up there on everything I was going to do. Um, yeah, and then I got to write an article for Lance's mom, who was a travel agent. Oh, dope. Um, about that experience, so I get to come back and reflect and write all of that on there. And she put it on her website and got published. Makes sense um, now why you got picked. Then they were like, "Dude, this kid's going above and beyond." Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was cool. That was like the first thing I ever donated well, to. I gave well, Tom 50 bucks. I'm like, dude, get the fuck <laughs> well, out of I mean, here. Because I guarantee you most people would be like, oh, my parents or, oh, I would help fundraise through doing this and this and this. Whereas like you actually like put thought into it. Yeah. yeah. I, I had like I had like six months to prepare. It, yeah. it was the first time I had ever seen him like, because he studied real hard, but it was the first time I'd ever seen him like try at anything in like real life. I'm like, this is crazy. Well, it was kind of It was like, like inspiring. It was like, like his I don't Eagle know how to Scout raise project. Money. Yeah. It was yeah. like his capstone, but um, what about Australia, man? Because I know you got the travel itch after coming back from that, and you were like, dude, I got to travel, I got to travel, yeah. I got to travel, I got to travel. He would always say this shit to me, and you just get caught up in the nine-to-five garbage, and so then he planned this fucking trip to Australia. So how'd that come about? Yeah, and I guess this goes back to what we were talking about, teachers not getting paid enough after there. So I, I took this Cambodia trip a year after I gra- or a week after I graduated, um, then you get that bug that you want to go everywhere else and you need money to go everywhere else. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to become a teacher. I'm going to go into sales. Um, oh, yeah. Quick commission check, then take a quick trip. Yeah. So yeah. I actually saved up. Uh, so my roommate in college, Lance, I don't know if he listens to this or not, uh, he actually won a YouTube contest. Fucker better. Um, for a cooking show. Yeah. And submitted it to this place in Australia that he won out of all these people over the world. They flew him out to uh, Sydney Set him up at a, at a restaurant, like a five star restaurant, and he get a he got a year long visa. So I was like, "Screw it, he's there. I'm going to Australia." Lance could yeah, be a person not? we should bring on this fucking podcast, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, he'd be crazy. He'd be a good guest. Yeah, Lance was supposed to go to Cambodia with me. He actually got yeah. accepted too. Lance, um, if you're ever back in so town, Lance, man, hit us Lance up. and I were number nine and ten to get accepted in Cambodia. Uh, unfortunately, you couldn't uh, raise enough funds for it, so you're gonna go. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, but uh, ironically, us two got that would have been cra- that would have been cool as hell to go with like one of your closest friends too. Yeah, but I think it was a cool experience just going meet random people you don't know. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, get you Lance, out of your comfort Lance zone. Lance moved to Australia for a year, and uh, I saved up uh, a, a pretty decent amount. And I flew to Australia. How long were you there for? Uh, two and a half, three weeks. Flew into Sydney. Flew right into Sydney from Dallas. That's How was the opera and all that stuff looking like when you came in? Um. It was it was sweet. Like the yeah, whole, the whole downtown and Sydney all that. is is awesome. I think the really cool thing that I wasn't sure about at first is Lance had a, a regular working job as a chef, so he wasn't there to like take me around. So oh, so you were like kind of on your own when you were yeah, out there. I had to. I had to. Na- I've never been on a subway. Yeah, but these people speak English. It's yeah. a whole. Yeah. So, like, but it's a whole new world down mm-hmm. there still. No, I, I can't. I can't even speak to it. I've never uh, been out of the country besides Canada, dude. So. So I had, I, had to, I had to get a new phone or a new number, a SIM card. I had to get a uh, subway pass. 
Um, well, when you like, when did you go? What month of the year? This was July of like 2015. So it was colder. It was winter. Winter there, yeah. yeah. Okay, I was gonna say. Um, but winter's not that bad in Sydney. Oh, it was it's like not, maybe okay. 60. I mean, I wore a hoodie around. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but yeah, it was like a new experience. It's like much like New York City is what people compared it to. Um, millions of people everywhere, and um, but Lance was working. And we had a week and a half in Sydney before we were going to go somewhere else. And I just explored the city on my own. I just walked around. I took the subway. I went to the Opera House. I had a Big Mac. My my first true meal there, um, I got a Big Mac, which they call it Maccas over there. Yeah, see, that's um, funny. I had, I had a Big Mac on the steps of the Opera House by myself. That's dope. I, just, I took a bike tour around the city. Um, it's funny you say that about that because I had a Big Mac, what they call it a Greco burger in Rome. On the in the Colosseum, same thing. yeah, it was just a big. Wait, this had like Greek yogurt instead of the, yeah. uh, the Big Mac sauce, but it was good as fuck. Yeah. But I did a lot of things. I climbed the Sydney Harbor Bridge. You can climb to the top of it. It's one of the most famous bridges in the world. Um, you got to climb to the top of that. I'm fearful of heights. Is that so. where you went skydiving? No, that's another part of the country. I'll okay. get to that in a second. But uh, now went on a whale whale watching tour. Just went out to all these restaurants. Yeah, because you had a you had a travel agent help you out with this shit, right? Yeah, this, I booked it through a travel agent, so she set me up with all these tours. See, I want to do that to where someone just lays yeah. me out this fucking itinerary. Oh, that's dude, just listen gangster, to this, dude. I don't know if you ever heard this story. I'm waiting in line at the Sydney Harbor Aquarium, okay. one of the most famous aquariums in the world, where Finding Nemo is basically based at, right? No, but I don't know. I thought it was, but anyway, but go on. It's like on the pier down there. Uh, I'm waiting until I'm wearing an OU sweater. Okay. This lady comes up to me. She goes, excuse me, are you from the United States? And I said, yes, I am. She goes, are you from Ohio? I'm like, yes, I am. She goes, so am I. <laughs> I'm like, small world. I'm like, what part of Ohio? She said, the Cleveland area originally. <laughs> and I'm like, no way, me too. And I'm like, what, just for shits and gigs, what city are you from? And she goes, oh, I haven't been there in like 30 years. I don't even know if it's still around or still a city, but a small little town called Twinsburg, Ohio. Shut the fuck up, I swear up, to God, dude. I shit my pants. I took a picture with her. How have I never heard this You've never heard that no. story? Oh, my God. It was the coolest thing ever. That's I just un- I just gave her a hug. Un- I'm like, holy shit. Unreal. That's wild. <laughs> I'm That's just here traveling I would have given world. her a hug. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was it was absolutely... I just I didn't have anything to say. I said, don't worry. It's still there. Like, yeah. yeah. We'll post that picture with with the episode for when it drops because yeah, oh, that's be- yeah. like that's really before people knew that you could just go to facebook and like now like you know everything exists you know like what's going on in like your friend's life even if you haven't seen him in like like a like five years you feel like you know what's going on oh, in his yeah. life yeah yeah 100 so you don't need then, to talk to anyone back then you're like damn like i don't even know if that shit exists that's crazy yeah. dude yeah. well it is kind of crazy also when you're even if you're in another state to just talk to someone where you're just like wait a minute you're from where oh we're from the same like like i remember when i met my girlfriend she was like oh i have family from twinsburg i was like whoa what what? and then she was like yeah they live on waldo way and that's the connecting fucking street to my street yeah and i was like whoa i literally called my mom and i was like we don't have any like long lost family or relatives right because like i was like wait a minute like for me to be like out of twinsburg and to come across someone randomly in a city that i had yeah. lived in for five years that all of a sudden was like yeah I'm, my family that lives in twinsburg i know exactly mm-hmm. where you're talking about i walked in front of your house before i know where you live i'm like yeah whoa, whoa, buddy. i feel like that's like weird like law yeah. of attraction shit like somewhere so. somehow like the energies are similar people so are it's like, cool no so, so uh when did happen. you when did you go skydiving dude so there's after- way more to this story yeah. 
So after uh, bebopping around Sydney for like a week and a half, um, going out to different restaurants, trying different foods and all that, Lance had some friends there already, which was awesome. They showed us around. Like food, like what kind of food that is big? Ox tongue. Uh, Ooh, that's Lan- kangaroo is like a steak there. Yeah. Uh, had a lot of kangaroo. Um, Lance, I mean, Lance, he's a chef. He cooked a whole bunch of shit for me so we didn't have to go out. Um, but just different... Uh, they Are the do, spiders they, a real thing? Not in Australia. I mean, the yeah, you see them, but you don't eat them. No, I'm saying like, are they like, are is it really like you have to check under the toilet and shit when they're like, yeah, <laughs> Fuck like they're that. like spiders yeah. that are as big as your face. Yeah, um, I saw a few just in, in, like camel spiders. No, that's like Iraq, but oh okay, just <laughs> like yeah, I, they're more. I, so I went to a rainforest in Australia too. I saw a few there. It was kind of creepy, but. Um, after about like two weeks, we flew up to Cairns, which is one of the most northern parts of Australia, and uh, I got this dope ass five star hotel on the water um, in in Cairns, and uh, we spent five days there. And uh, again, my travel agent booked everything for Lance and I. So uh, the first thing we did is we went through like a hike through the Daintree Rainforest in Australia, and we went zip lining through it, and that's there on like the trees that's where you see the spiders that are like the size of your fucking hand fuck that and they're just like yeah make sure you duck your head when you walk by that tree or when you pull up to the zip line on that don't just don't if you don't bother it won't bother you fuck that fuck that i'm yeah. staying away from that motherfucker um so yeah we, we got to go through a uh, uh the daintree rainforest walk we also went to an animal sanctuary where we got to play with like lizards and at like baby alligators i got the whole koala bear um, they're my favorite animals ever. I'm thoroughly jealous. Like shit, and they're angry as a motherfucker. I know. I want a baby koala so bad. I'll plant a tree they're in my grumpy. house. They're grumpy. They just want to go back to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was there during the mating season, and this guy was oh, extra grunky, oh. grumpy, and he like peed on me. He just oh, wanted he's to in get heat. his nut off. Yeah. yeah. But um, we got to like they had a kangaroo farm, so you get to go pet the kangaroos. You feed them under your hand. That's so wallaby. Cool. Try Rock to box mine life. Did you try to box <laughs> any kangaroos? No, they're little guys. They're little guys, but they had little. Joey's in their pooch. And that's so cool. Yeah. That's um, so dope. Did you go to like New Zealand and whatnot since no. it's right there? No. So that's New Zealand's like, I wanna go. like eight hours away from where we're Is at. it really? Yeah. We're I mean, Australia there. is big, man. Like I thought it was like, oh, we could go here and here and here. It's like the size of the US. Is it really? Yeah. It's, wow. I don't Maybe a little smaller. That big. But uh, yeah, but still, it's a big, uh, it's a, it's a, it's its own continent. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I know. Mean, it's but pretty still, damn big. Though. Uh, we also went on a, a crocodile river cruise, and it was so where we were at. It was like really dry and hot, and me and Lance drank so much water that we had to piss. And this was like a two and a half hour crocodile river cruise where like you used to go see live gators out in the middle of a swamp, and uh, like you would in Florida. Yeah, but uh, we're on this boat with families and stuff, and me and Lance the whole time we're like shaking. Like Lance almost asked the captain if he can pee off the boat in front of all these people. It was that bad. Like we were holding it that bad. Um, so that was like one day we did there and then we went scuba diving in the Great Barrier Reef, which is like always been a dream of mine. That's like, sick. That's where we're talking crystal clear waters, like what you see. But yeah. Uh, on National Geographic. Um, that was, that was pretty cool. I almost got bit by the moray eel. Is it one of the other seven wonders of the world in Asia? You mean in Australia? Australia. Well, Asia, Australia in that area. I don't even know what they are. Oh. Ni- I know Niagara Falls and the Great Wall of China are two of them. I just didn't know if maybe probably Mount Everest isn't that Schwarzenegger. Can you look up up seven seven wonders of the world? Go on. And then well, eight, eight is we went scuba diving. That's why I ran out of water or ran out of air. 
That was a oh, you ran out of air with, with Lance. Uh, yeah, but Lance didn't have a scuba diving license, so he just snorkeled on the top. Um, and that's oh, where I have. Wait, go to the list. Yeah, go back to the list. So it's the Great Wall of China, Christ the Redeemer statue in Rio de Janeiro, Machu Picchu. No, okay. I didn't know if maybe there was one other one. I didn't one know if the Great Barrier Reef was one. Yeah, I thought the New Great Barrier Reef was one, but it, I guess it's not. Scroll, dude. We know these ones. Christ Redeemer. Oh, my God. It's going to take forever. Yeah, it's one Just of these relax. dumb articles. At least it's not like one of them articles now where you got to take a survey. I hate that. Machu I'm like, I already got to read this bitch. Chicken Itza. Oh, that's in Mexico. Mexico yeah. Oh, yeah, the Mayans. So you could... Roman Coliseum. Oh, I seen that. Taj, Taj Mahal. Mahal makes me just think of Van Wilder. That would time. be in, the Taj Mahal to yeah, me cool. just seems insane. That would be pretty dope to go see. So, but what's that? So yeah. did um, what you call it, Jordan? Jordan? Yeah, that's in um, that yeah. You've seen it in Transformers. They tried to play it into Transformers. Yeah. Um, did uh, that Cambodia trip inspire you just to kind of like stay in like that? you know area of the world in terms of going to travel because most people nowadays like when they graduate college they go to europe they try and handle that like two weeks not handle but they go over there for like two weeks they'll do the whole thing where they're like france yay eiffel tower i mean i still want to do that that's going to happen at some point but i just got lucky enough to have a friend over there so i didn't have to other than this hotel that we stayed in like i got to stay with lance and his his roommates his mates um Cause free just, of charge, so I didn't have to pay yeah. for the hotel. Because just someone who has, who would at that point when you went to Cambodia and you were just like trying to essentially do what you want to, I think you would say get back into now teaching and coaching. It it just kind of like throws me off that you would go to Cambodia of all places. That I just thought it'd be wild. That's so. Cool. I wish you could hear my mom when I told her, "Hey, mom, I'm going to Cambodia." She got okay. What'd she say? Right? She what? said, yeah, right. Uh, I'm like, no, seriously. Every <laughs> what Jay sign, say? I'm going. Uh, Jay got was all for it. My mom was totally against it. But uh, And both your parents come from a public education yeah. system. Yeah. So. What'd I, your brother do? Was he like, yo, that's was, so cool. Yeah. I mean, my brother's been like Europe. He doesn't ever do anything crazy, but my dad's all about, like, my dad, my, my grandpa took my dad, pulled him out of school in 16, and took him all over Europe for a whole summer. Oh, that's cool. And like cool. showed him so, the homeland of Poland and all that. So my dad's all for like traveling his education. So I'd like, what are the chances that you have a friend, a close friend, a college roommate that moves to Australia? Hell yeah, yeah I'm going. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. I mean, when I heard that Lance won that cooking contest, I mean, I knew he was going to win it as soon as he, like, you know, yeah. was talking about um, putting his entry in. Because, I mean, the kid is just a fucking wizard when it comes to the kitchen and culinary. Yeah. So it's cool. I mean, you got to take advantage of, of those situations and whatnot. I have a friend that has family in Portugal. And he wants to go and visit family, and he's like, yo, you guys oh, need yeah. to come with us. It'd be a lot of fun to go with Europe with your friends. I've never been there. I've only been to um, England and Italy, but I was with Stebbins. Oh, I was, yeah, yeah I was with, trip. yeah, when I was in high school. And then also when I was in college, once I was, a, cha- I was a chaperone. Yeah. So it's like, it's one of those things where everyone's definitely got to experience Europe. You've never been to Europe, but you've been out of the country on cruises. Yeah, man. Me and Tom have yeah. been on a cruise before. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. What do you mean, no, unfortunately? Then we had a great a day. We had a great day at Atlantis. All right, so was take that us not? to your day to Atlantis. What Dude, happened? Dude, well, first off, so I was kind of skeptical when we talked about go, like going Ralph to a water. Up. What? I didn't even realize Ralph left. Yeah, go, yeah Ralph left the room to go to the bathroom or something. <laughs> But, uh, no, so I was kind of skeptical when we were first talking about it. I'm like, dude, like, 
we're 26 years old. Like, it's a big-ass water park. Like, man, I don't want to be fucking waiting in line for yeah. for slides all day. But honestly, like, well, we waited maybe 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. It was awesome, dude. The whole yeah. time, like, there was never any wait, like, huge wait for the slides. So, I mean, you were in Atlantis. You had you guys had to have gotten wasted. Drunk. No, no, because no, yeah, yeah. alcohol's way overpriced there. I don't think they let yeah. you drink and tube or anything yeah too. i think dude but so like oh in, they're smart though, and yeah. instead of having just like a normal lazy river it was like fucking rapids yeah so like you started off where you would get where you should we're supposed to start off i mean we started off wherever the fuck we wanted yeah. to where you're supposed to start off on this thing like it's like real wide it's like probably like the it's probably as wide as this room Right, like lengthwise, doesn't know how big the room is. It's probably, probably like about ten 11, feet wide, eleven feet. Yeah, ten, eleven feet. <laughs> whatever. He went it's such oh. a son of a bitch. But it's and it's like deep. But like, there's a man-made like uh, that's thing that's like Maybe making that that's making waves. Yeah. So you're go so you're sitting there like on a lazy river, but you're fucking like you're like every like five minutes you're coming up on a big wave and it's, you're going up like ten feet in the air. Oh shit! Okay, so, so it's then, like a wave pool, lazy river. Yeah. Type shit. So that so well so me and Tom are sitting in. We're in like the double tube. It's me and Tom and one and Junior and Pesto oh, that was are in a another bad decision. I'll tell you that. So <laughs> and I'm in the back. Well, so like we don't realize that eventually, eventually <laughs> this. Y'all were together. Yeah. Dude, that's the best part about Dude, it. So event. Well, all right, listen. So eventually, the. The river turns into instead of being like a lazy river wave pool, it turns into like like a like a, a water slide rapids thing. Oh like, shit! Like it gets smaller. Like they have like bumps in it, so like you're supposed to be going like like bumping side to side. This tube is a little one side. Yes. Let me, <laughs> let me tell you that right now. So no. the lightest and the heaviest well, person. It's gonna be a good duo. Well, first yeah. off. What fucked us up was the so there's a guy there directing people in so and so like not like you don't have two going back to back and shit. Well, when this guy pushes us, he kind of pushes up us up like the right side. So we're going in at an angle already. So and like you'd like go down like a little like drop too like into this thing. Well, so we go down that thing, dude, and me and Tom just fucking topple over. <laughs> Tom somehow gets the Tom tube, somehow stay, get, stays out of the tube. <laughs> I've gra- I've got this guy, thing by, drag, by wa- one arm. Tom Elvis, I'm fucking pissing my pants at this time because he can't finally, get back on the tube. Dude. Finally, it fucking lets up when we go into this bridge. I stand up. I'm like, what the. It was, dude. Oh, that's funny. Overall, the Atlantis was awesome. I gotta tell you about. I gotta tell you about skydiving. Have you ever been skydiving? No, I've never been skydiving. I've I've had friends that gone, but this is the the last part of the Australia trip. All right, go no, go ahead. Um, So you have to wait two two days after scuba diving to skydive because your lungs need to like regenerate. Okay. Um, I'm terrified of heights i crossed one thing off by climbing the top of the sydney harbor bridge which is i, I forgot how big it was and you can see over the whole city the next one was like fuck it i'm gonna go skydiving don't know what i was thinking i paid for a guy to uh gopro me so they give you an interview before they they have it in your face the whole way up. yeah because i saw the video yeah, on your so social the media like seven yeah. minute, minutes long um that outside of like running out of air at the bottom of the ocean 
that was the scariest like and Dude. i had to wait for like three hours in the little mini airport thing watching videos and yeah because you have to like become what certified or no you just have to like there's just like a long wait oh, okay. and i went by myself i took a taxi out there lance couldn't do it and um so you're like hyping yourself up. I, I couldn't tell you how many times I pissed beforehand just to make sure. It's too long. But yeah, this dude. I had this dude strapped to my back, and I was the second one out of the plane. You see that first person just get out, and they scoot you up. You're like, all right, it's time. You're like, oh shit. Yeah, there's no turning back. Because you see, they're and in they, control. You, see, you're, you think you're higher up, and they're like, all right, Tom, we're at eight thousand feet, only halfway there. Are you ready to go higher? I'm like. Uh, no, we no. can jump here. We can jump. <laughs> yeah, we're going to make it to 15,000. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, but man. the cool thing is, like, where Kansas is at, it's like a, it's an inlet, and there, it's surrounded by mountains, kind of like a giant cove, and then it's like the Great Barrier Reef is right there. So when okay. you're up, you can see the mountains, but you can also, like, when you see the pictures of the reef, like you see on the internet, that's what I saw when I jumped out. That's dope. Um, Did you have a GoPro on your head yourself or no? No, they didn't let you. They okay. just had, he had one attached to his arm, and he just, like, holds it and oh, gets yeah, your face you the whole time. Oh, yeah, because you were just attached to his belt. Like, you yeah. had, it was like a baby Bjorn, essentially, yeah, right? Yeah, they, they call it a tandem or whatever. Okay. But, yeah, that was... Talk about a rush, man. Jump out of a perfectly good airplane for no reason and pay 300 bucks to do it. You didn't even jump out, man. You got dragged out. Yeah, he's just like, all right, it's time to go, and shit. Like he leaned, he leaned me out for like yeah. Oh, they five seconds too. So you just like, oh my god. And I then, think they do that to try and numb you from everything because it's like I think the overall shock, the shock. I don't know what I was shock. trying to say. The shock, yeah, the shock. shock. The shock from that is just like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah talk awesome. about two in the it pink, was, one in the stink, man. It was. Uh, he let me control the parachute once it opened to smooth landing. Like I, I've never been more juiced. Is it hard to open like up a chute? I don't. I didn't open it. But oh, he just oh, like, okay, like okay, when it's okay, open, okay. you can like pull one side. He let me yeah, pull yeah, one side. Turn left like, and right. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, that was that was dope, and that capped off. Uh, we we our last night there, we got absolutely wasted at a hostel, <laughs> and um, that was our last like going away. Lance had like another week left in Australia, and he was coming home too. This is like his last two weeks okay. in Australia. He spent with me. Um, we got absolutely wasted. Um, some things occurred with some people. And um, let's just say I had a flight at 4 a.m. out of Sydney, and I didn't go to sleep. Okay. So I had to get a taxi to the airport, pretty much coming from the bar to my hotel room into the taxi. Oh. <laughs> and then I had to get to the airport, and I sat there for like three hours and wait for my flight, like still pissed drunk. Oh. And then had to get on a, I think it was a 23-hour flight, 22-hour flight to Dallas. Yeah. Oh man. Worst part, hungover. You get hungover midway through. I'm in the last row of the plane, stuck in between two like 400 pound dudes. Like the worst, the worst possible experience you can have on a plane. And the one I feel so bad for you. The one guy on the right, he was like Russian or something. He couldn't sit still. He would get up like every 15 minutes, but when he got up, he would like lean on me to get up, and then he was just and like do that. He would stand for like 10 minutes, and then he would like fall back in. And this was going on for like hours, and finally I took as much melatonin as I thought was possible to knock me out. Did not work. So then I'm drowsy as hell, and I still got like 15 hours left on this plane, and this guy just the whole time just keeps getting up. Keeps getting up, sitting down, keeps getting up, sitting down. And like I'm in my seat like this, and I got these two guys. Like, Dude, you spent almost an entire day on a fucking plane. Yeah. 
and these two guys like their their arms are on my thing. Like they're both three hundred. Was the plus plane pounds. was the plane wow. full? Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I would. So there's no moving, and it was the as soon as I got home, I was like, oh my god, never again. Like between going to to China, which is like a 21 hour flight, and then like fucking yeah, I thought Can- or Australia, which is like 22. I thought England was bad. England was like five and a half or six, oh, and like London, I think or. Uh, Rome, I think, was like nine. Yeah, I it was. Say. It wasn't bad at all. Spending a day in the uh, in the air plus like a day layover. Like when I came back from China, I was like twenty nine hours both ways in layovers, just staying in the airport. Jesus Christ! What was the craziest? Like thing how many that times did to? you re? Like, and he's back. <laughs> <laughs> how many times did you fucking think about it halfway through the trip? Like this, why the fuck did I do this, yeah. dude? And uh, I brought my. I got a new spiffy iPad for Australia. And I didn't get like the upgraded memory, so I only had like three movies on there. So I like rewatched like Transformers two like three times. Oh! <laughs> and uh, I bought books thinking I was gonna read the books. Yeah, I didn't read. They're shit. still on my shelf. Like I got Wolf Collecting of Wall Street dust. and American Sniper, and I think I made a chapter four in both of them. Yeah, dude, you can't you can't buy books they made into good movies. Uh-uh. Yeah, you can't. You no, can't. No, because then you you're reading it the whole time, trying to picture the movie in your yeah. head. And you're just like, wait, what? Yeah. This never happened. So yeah, those the, the, those flights are absolutely terrible especially the china one because they the food that they eat it's chinese food so imagine being on a it's authentic plate. it's authentic yeah chinese but it's in, food. in the little silver tupperware things that they give you so imagine being on a plane where every meal smells like chinese food and you gotta shit your brains out yeah and it's there it was yeah and you're in the last row are the bathrooms nicer on planes like that they're bigger they're the not air, nicer they're, they're they're bigger so i took an airbus to china which is a double decker oh um, How was that? Were you on the top row? So I was like, actually in the second. Like, yeah, I was top row second. Hearing you say double row. decker just made me think of just one of your shitty snap videos, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily they have like movies on the plane. That's pretty cool. You can only I don't know. Dude, you, you can only sleep. take so much. I mean, like, even on just a screen a, straight, like it's six inches in front of your face, right? Yeah. Like, oh, dude, even yeah. on a domestic flight in the United States, you can yeah. only. take I go to sleep so for like much. a half yeah. hour, and I wake up yeah, and dude. think the trip's over. And dude, you got like two I and a half to, hours. Dude. I flew to Portland like in November of last year, and I was and I had a connecting flight in Atlanta. It was a four-hour flight to Atlanta, and then a five-hour flight to Portland or yeah. something like that from there. And I was like, dude, this is fucking boring. Yeah. Or it was like a two-hour flight. We, we to went Atlanta. to Austin was, last year. It was like a five-hour flight or four-hour flight. I'm like, this is like this is a walk yeah, in the park here. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, it still sucks. Yeah. But it's not fun to be just yeah, I can sleep there. on an airplane. I mean, I got extremely I lucky. I mean, I got the seat next to me was broken. So oh, I nice. got, yeah, no one was next to me. So I was able to throw my feet up there and just lean back. And I was in the exit row, like the emergency exit row. So I got even more leg room, which was nice. But I had to volunteer in case of emergencies, which meant I had a lot of responsibility. You had to pop that thing out. Yeah, man. I had to pop, lock, and drop it if shit came down. And I didn't know if I was capable of doing so. I just didn't want to give up the leg room. Dude, the last time I went to the airport, I was uh, somehow my boss booked my ticket through TSA PreCheck. So we get to skip the line and all that shit. And I get super freaked out because I, yeah, I smoke pot. So like I'm sitting here trying to figure out like if I left anything in my book bag that I brought with me, thought I was good. It was my work bag. So I'm like, I don't keep anything in here. They stopped me at the end of TSA pre-check. So TSA pre-check's like, you don't even take your shoes off. None of that. So I'm going through and they stopped me and I'm like, oh fuck dude. And I, I have a, uh, they, 
pull me over to show me the screen and they're like sir we're gonna show you why we stopped you um and they show me my bag and it's a bunch of my cords like my phone charger my headphones like my um anything like some work stuff like just like maybe an hdmi cord or something like that Yeah, any electronic cable yeah and it's all of those bunched around my box of business cards and it literally looks like a bomb <laughs> like 110 percent looks like c4 strapped to my back dude and they're like yeah they're like do you have a box of cards or something in there and i'm like yeah it's my business cards so she's like seen it before but they were like it's straight up on the screen 3d looked like a bomb 150 dude it's funny you like say that because like before i left to come here there was a report on the news on news channel 5 at 6 that was like the craziest things that tsa has found in the airport this year so far there was like spiked gloves. There was two hand grenades. There was a fucking spearfish gun. There was like, dude, the most crazy shit. Like people would think that you'd be able to get through. So, it's. I mean, it's it's wild to think that. I mean, I wouldn't have the gall to. But have you ever gone through TSA when you? I mean, you mentioned you smoke pot when you maybe smoked a little too much pot. Yes. Back in college, man, I had a brownie once and went through TSA because when I was a freshman in college, I didn't have a, a dorm, I didn't have a car. Mm-hmm. So since I went to school out of state, although it was only a five and a half hour drive, it was only like an hour and an hour flight, if that. It was like literally get up, wheels up, wheels down. Yeah. And um, I remember once I I ate a brownie and I was just like I made a bad decision when I yeah. walked in there because I was at Dulles for the first time and I was like, goodness, this is not Cleveland Hopkins. Yeah. So, dude, my worst edible story was when this is this is bad, but um, I was in chemo and I would I would get bored because I'm sitting there for like six, seven, eight hours just on yeah. a bag. Like chemo is way less dramatic than like people think it is. Like you get an IV like I had like a built in IV in my chest and they would just plug me in for eight hours and I just get dumped with fluid. And dude, my, one of my friends, I uh shout out to the russian friend that plays soccer with us <laughs> but um he uh he got me a gummy bear and party hardy paul blardy yeah and he that thing like was like melted and didn't even look like a gummy bear anymore but it was a hundred milligram edible dude god damn and i wow. ate the whole thing like kind of being a little ignorant about how powerful it was and i kind of wanted to get pretty geeked out and just veg out for the day and hang out and I'm in there and I'm with my mom and I'm not really worried about it at first. And then that thing starts to kick in, dude. And I swear like an hour and a half into this edible, I have to like go in the bathroom and have a sanity check with myself in the mirror and be like, bro, the fucking nurses are going to know I'm fucking ripped, Yeah, dude. Man. The, well, the like, funny I'm part is, is like right now, like I was literally like I like because when you're on the bag too, you have to bring the cart like the IV cart with you. So I'm just wheeling into the bathroom and like sitting in there having a moment with myself <laughs> like, oh, dude, shit, dude. dude. That, I mean, when I had my bad edibles, like, I mean, I, I remember specifically looking in the mirror and like getting caught in my own reflection and yeah. just being like, everyone knows, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's literally like a like, second you gotta, entity talking you to gotta you. You got to take a deep breath, knows. psych yourself up. You got to get through this shit. You know, you got this, you got this. And so I'd be like, okay, all right, let's go, kid, let's go. Yeah. But, Dude, and so the story ends with me. So I've been to the Cleveland Clinic a bunch of times now. I'm downtown. Like, I kind of know how to get out. And my mom's looking at me to get her out because she gets lost inside the hospital all the time. So she's like, all right, where do we go? And I was 
panicking because like legit in my brain i could not remember how to get out so i was lost just leading my mom through the through through the cleveland <laughs> clinic like not knowing where i was going and you don't look high nobody knows you're high when you're no. on an edible and she's just like she has no idea and we're just lost for like 25 minutes it felt like getting out of the cleveland clinic but then i got in the car and That's just so went to funny. sleep it was funny as hell that man. is funny dude you have an edible story bibs no not really no you didn't take one on a cruise at all no i Got some cartridges on there the last time yeah, I went. Yeah, snuck those that was on. Pretty... People have been taking those. Well, everywhere. I mean, that was People really take those on on airplanes yeah. all the time. I mean, I yeah, I just it put literally it in says my... no vape batteries in the TSA line though. Like, you can't bring the battery with you on. Your I was, that was in my book bag, and Dude, those, they didn't fucking those vaporizer pen batteries. Not the e cig. There's a very very huge distinction between e yeah, cig yeah. and vape battery, but like. The, the actual battery, dude, is too low of a voltage for it to cause any super-duper harm. Yeah. So th- these stories remind me of uh, our favorite segment, the Basalt Babies, man. So the honorary Basalt Baby of the week that I wanted to bring up, I watched. So this segues into um, the Netflix documentaries and stuff, yes. the recommendations that you wanted to talk about. So the Ted Bundy tapes, dude. Yeah. I finished them yesterday, um, and they're good. So he like it starts off and it goes kind of slow because he doesn't want to like. Is it Efron in that? No, no, mm-hmm. he's in the movie that's yeah. coming out about Ted Bundy. This uh, is a Netflix, uh, what like docu series? It's a Netflix docu series, and so yeah. these two, um, like it's just so Ted Bundy's on death row. He's been caught at this point. He's getting like getting ready to die, and he wants to have his story told. And so he brings in this journalist and the journalist for the first day or so can't really like Ted's delusional. Like he can't get him to, he can't get him to tell his actual story. And he starts to get really frustrated because all Ted wants to do is write like his autobiography about the life where he actually didn't kill anybody. So what he devises is this plan to have Ted talk in the third person because he's a narcissist and he wants to like, turn it on him and he had a psychology degree so he's like ted why don't you tell us like from the psychological perspective if someone were to have done these murders how would they have done it and like what would that they have like he started asking questions like that it's like the oj if i did it book yeah so ted starts going off now so he's telling the stories like word by word about how he did these things and he killed people in like six different states yeah. Over five different years, escaped prison twice. It is radical. Like, he is the coolest, like, if that's a thing, like, he murdered, like, a ton of innocent people, but he is the most interesting he's cool, serial killer. Yeah, he's the most interesting serial killer in America. There you go. That, that's like, a better his, way to describe yeah, it. They said that, like, his good looks, like, he was getting fan mail in, in prison. Dude, it's and, crazy. Like, it was yeah. During the to... trial, there was, like, 20-year-old yeah. women in the crowd that wanted to bang him. Yeah, yeah. like, I, I didn't watch all of it. Like, Carly's watched like, he it. He was a rock star. Yeah, and, like, the that's one episode I saw. It was, like, they're literally, like, interviewing these girls. They're like, oh, I... I know he did these bad things, but he just looks so innocent. And yeah, he was able I'm to just disarm like, what? the situation. Like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Well, I mean, it's kind of sick and psychotic and twisted, but people are into that shit, man. Like, that kid who shot up that elementary school down in Florida, he receives, uh, like, naked pictures and shit like that in jail. 
and like love letters sure and stuff does. like that. that I Nick mean, fucking Cruz. Charles Manson is That's a lot wild. of messed up people. Charles Manson is on death row, has a wife, and just Charles fathered. Charles dead, bro. Or who am I thinking of? He was he was on death row at yeah, one point. Yeah, Bun- Bundy married a dead. woman in his own murder trial. She was a witness. Yeah, he represented I saw himself. that too. He proposed to her on the stand. They have a child while he's on death row, he and can't like use her as a witness no more. There's like. It was over at oh, that point. Yeah, I thought but the man pulled a smart one. He had two one, opportunity. Like a... He had two opportunities to disappear, and the second time, I was pretty sure that he wanted to get caught because he the spoiler he, just hit me with it. He literally climbed through. He literally climbed through the roof of the cell that they were keeping him in to arraign him in Colorado or something like that, and walked like above his cell was the chamber where the guards like stayed in like that was their locker room put in put on guards clothes and walked right out the front door and was gone and no one had any idea where he was he was missing for 45 days wow and he just at that point he just went on a rampage on the next state that he hit and couldn't be like he couldn't control himself so he just got caught and he just specifically targeted young women yeah he like had this like weird streak in him they they said he was this. weird from a child like he tried to kill people when he was a kid like kids that knew him from the block like were like yeah it doesn't surprise me that he was a serial killer yeah i need to watch this shit so you got any other recommendations on top uh, of the yeah i actually tapes? have a few there pal um i just want to say I, yeah so i listened last I, week uh-huh and then you know my agent called me and said you guys wanted me to come on yeah uh, <laughs> but i watched that fire festival Dude, isn't uh, this shit wild, yeah. bro? <laughs> dude, that's You guys wild. are hyping that up. I'm like, I gotta check it out. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Andy, man. He's actually getting his own TV show. Really? Yeah. You know what I was thinking the whole time? What? So what was the main character's name? Billy. 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 Billy McFarlane. So doesn't he look just like Seth McFarlane? Yeah. I looked at it. It's like a fat version They're of Seth McFarlane. They're not related. No. Oh, well. But they look like they would But if they were related to Seth anyway. McFarlane, he wouldn't have needed all the funding yeah, that he needed. Right. Okay, okay. I didn't put two and two together. Yeah, just put the... Anyways. I've been, ta- I've been talking like Ja Rule for the last like four days. Murder. <laughs> uh, another good documentary <laughs> on Netflix is Abducted in Plain Sight, which if you, got, if you watch it, you're honestly going to get fucking pissed like how stupid this family could be. Yeah. It's literally all about this... Um, it's about this uh, girl who was abducted by a family friend, and pretty much like the parents let it, let it happen almost, like, and not not only did it happen, it happened twice. So he, the same dude abducted their daughter twice, and like, I mean, I don't want to get all into it, but like the first time he like took her in a Winnebago to fucking Mexico, was drugging her. Event married her down there because she was 12 and that's legal age. That was legal age in Mexico at the time. And then when they came back, like the parents dropped the charges on the dude for other reasons. I don't want to fucking spoil it, but it's a good, it's a good documentary. Like about like just how crazy this was like and the guy, the same was the same way. Like he was a, he was fucking a psychopath and, Eventually, he just... Goddamn psychopath. He just offs himself. Dude, I just get into... Like, I can't do documentaries like that. I could do documentaries on, like, drugs, fraud, and, like, fucking conspiracy, but more importantly, like, cartel shit. Like, cartel and mafia stuff, I'd live for that I don't know. Something about fucking, like, serial killers and shit like that. Just, like... No, like, don't get me wrong, man. Like, I could... Bibbing that's a little... 
What are you alluding to, man? No, I'm not saying I'm a serial difficult path, I though. think I more so like to watch it just to like point out like the people who are victims just be like, how could you be so fucking dumb? Like literally this family. We say that about you all the time. That's not, but I, I've never been tricked into being raped or murdered. Or abducted. Whoa, you sure buddy. you weren't murdered? Whoa, watch, <laughs> yeah. watch what you say. I don't think you can be tricked into being... Like, I would watch... Well, not raped. Okay, not raped. raped. You're yeah. right. Okay, you're right. Not tricked into being raped. But... Oh, you can be tricked into being raped. Yeah. Dude. Anyway, much I, I, at, at a young age, you molested. I should have said yeah. tricked into being molested, whatever. But anyways, um, but that's a, that's a documentary to watch out there. Also, uh, a show to watch, Russian Doll. I don't know if either. Of you, I've, heard I've heard the. I've heard the talks Dude, about it. I it, don't know what it is. About I it literally watched the entire first season. That's all that's out there right now on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Who's I, with it? On Sunday, it's um. Hold on, let me get my phone. No, no, because you'll Go never off get the him dome. back. No, oh well, we God. just lost Bivin. No. Yeah, it's the one chick who she's in Amer- She was in American Pie and Orange is the New Black. Um. Oh. Not a uh, Donna. Anyways, but the whole premise is that she she keeps dying and waking up in the bathroom at her birthday party at her friend's apartment. So she and like and she doesn't understand why it's happening to her. Like the first, like at first she thinks it's a, a funny joint that her friend had her smoke with her, and like she tries to figure that she like keeps coming back to life. In the bathroom, right? Like, so then, like, she thinks it's because she's a shitty person. So she's, like, she's nice to this uh, one homeless guy that, like, she keeps seeing. And then she ends up freezing to death sleeping with him outside. Like, just, like, it's funny, but then it gets, like, it gets pretty fucking trippy and dark. Mm -hmm. But it's really, it was really fucking good. Like, really easy to watch. It's only half-hour episodes, but. Bibbin, I love you. But you suck at describing. Natasha. On this week's episode of Bibbin Tries <laughs> yes. to Read. Fuck off. Yes, I was waiting for that. That's, Nat- that's my favorite part of this. your guys' segments is that. <laughs> Bibbin tries I do to just read. a fine job reading, okay, <laughs> pal? <laughs> fine job. It's uh, Natasha Leone. I got an article for you then. Bibbin. Lion? What's her last name? <laughs> you can't even read that. What the, how do you say this that? This week's I don't know episode you... of Bibbin Tries t- to Talk. I'm tired of this. I would say Leon. Leon, okay, there. Do you want me to read you the... No. <laughs> yeah, keep reading. Keep reading. Save everyone's ears, man. We get the description. Keep reading, dude. No, it's the description on IMDb is a cynical young woman in New York City keeps dying and returning to the party no, he's that's being thrown in her honor <laughs> that same evening. She tries to find a way out of this strange time loop. What no one can see is that you're jittering all over. It's actually your... a great recommendation, Bib, and I, I yeah. applaud you. It for is that. a, it's a fantastic show, and it's yeah. really fucking good. It's I'm funny. Not into the documentaries, I don't know. It's got everything. Dude, I know I'm... my next, foot ne- next, 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 fli- next show I'm gonna watch on Netflix. <laughs> on this week's episode of Tom tries to talk. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna finish Shameless. Okay, yeah. And uh, I think I'll move on to Peaky Blinders. Okay, see the Peaky Blinders. I couldn't get into it that much. Um, I really. But I thought you're like a mob mafia gang. I do. Guy. I love it, but like, I love the like if it's real. Like Peaky Blinders is, is it cool. Not real? 
Oh, no, Peaky Blinders is a Netflix original series. It's not like it's a documentary. Oh, oh okay, okay. Yeah, so, so yeah, like, I got you where you're coming Yeah, from. so like, like, the, like John Gotti stuff, like the documentaries yeah. on like mafiosos and drug cartels, like there's bound to be one about El Chapo, especially with him getting yeah. life behind bars today or yesterday whenever they came down with the verdict. But like they just came out with this new show on VH1 called Cartel Kids, and I was just reading up about it. It's about like the cocaine, the godmother of cocaine son is on it. Griselda Blanco. Hmm. I just, I, dude, like Narcos, dude, I love that type of shit. Oh, I love it. I just, if a TV show, if after the first episode, I want to watch the second one, that's how I bait it. That's yeah. There's a lot show. of Most series, though, where... their TV shows like that. Yeah. There's a well, lot of shit. series, though, where you have to suffer through the first episode, and then yeah. you're yeah. hooked. Well, dude, like, it's... Well, that's what I thought episode. about your, one of your last recommendations. Which one? The one with uh, Will Arnett. Not Bojack, but the other one. You, you uh, don't like Flaked? No, I hated it. I watched like four episodes, and it's just the same shit. He's just a shitty person. You missed the whole point of the show. Dude. He's a liar. He's a fucking liar. Keep watching, dude. No. I promise you, keep but watching. See, I mean, I was like that with Parks and Rec in The Office, though. I mean, I had to watch it a couple wow. of times yeah. before oh, I liked it. I remember it. back in the day when everyone was watching The Office, and I was like, I didn't watch primetime yeah. TV. But now, I mean, I've seen The Office probably well over 15 times. I've watched it backwards. I've watched it forwards. Like, last oh, episode, yeah. I watch it probably every day when I'm eating dinner because it's on. Uh, it's it, the it'll be my thing. favorite show of all time. And, like, I, I've probably seen the same episodes 20 times and do every line, but it's still hilarious to me. Yeah. I can't stand The Office, dude. Yeah, Meyer my, my can't stand it. I can't watch that shit. It does not hold my attention at all. I don't know. You know what else you've watched? I know that you've watched front to back too. Oh god. Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, of TPB. Yes. Yeah, yes. TPB is a classic. Can't get anyone like nobody else wants to watch that. I try to get my roommates love to watch that it. That one I can watch. Love Trailer yeah. Park Boys. Yeah. And if you don't like it, you can just go fuck right off, okay? <laughs> Cuz that's no, the I've way learned, she goes, boy. Well, I've learned that like if you don't like it, it's just cuz you don't understand it. No, right. you really don't. It's just you so would, you don't like you, my friend you have to college, watch like it you to need to sit down and watch this. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. You have fine. to watch it to the point where you can like You understand the characters and you understand you start to get the inside jokes of Show, exactly basically. like i was watching it the other day and my dad was like this is by far the dumbest show i've ever seen on yeah. television but then like when i watch it with you guys you know yeah, we all understand it up, so yeah. we all crack like, up. probably any tv show out there i mean yeah, yeah. kev will fucking sit there and call this so stupid but he's laughing the same time i am. yeah yeah well he, I, most of the time they just laugh because they see us laughing yeah. <laughs> but dude so um we're speaking of some we're talking about some murderers there for a second so i wanted to bring up spence's story that i think is pretty fucking awesome too um this oh, dude Bibby this hiker in installment of bibbin tries to read legit legit yeah so we're gonna have bibbin read this article of uh Bibbin reads about a mountain lion. Actually, no, we're not going sounds to. Like I don't children, want, I don't sounds want, like a children's yeah, book. I don't want Bibbin. I don't want to ruin it because this is really badass. Because the title is When a Mountain Lion Attacked Him, a Colorado Runner Choked It to Death. Yeah, this so, is fucking sweet. So this dude, dude in, in uh, he was running by himself. It was on. It happened on Monday. It happened in the Horsetooth Mountains open space. It was near Fort Collins, Colorado. Yeah. Uh, he was running, trying to get his fucking... You know, health management on, cardio. exercise, cardio on. And uh, it was a minor. It wasn't, um, or I don't like know. A, a is smaller that, mountain. It was a baby mountain lion. He it wasn't worked, like an, uh, um, an adult. Oh, he worked in a mine. But it attacked him because 
he was running, and I don't know if – no, that's not the right one. That one's shot dead. This dude killed it with his bare hands. He choked it. Um, it attacked him, and um, it says, Trapped by the sharp claws and teeth of a mountain lion, a runner fought hard for his life to break free. The wildlife official says he choked the animal to death. Uh, this article's official is f through CNN. It says a man was running by himself Monday in the Horsetooth Mountain open space near Fort Collins, Colorado, when he heard something behind him. When he turned around, an 80-pound mountain lion attacked him. Just a minor. Yeah, just a minor. A young lion bit the runner's face and just wrist. Just a young lion, dude. But he managed to break Out free. Out there trying to get it. Kill the lion in self-defense. Um, a necrops or necropsy, sorry, confirmed the animal was suffocated. Officials uh, confirmed Tuesday. A, a what? Um, a necropsy. Yeah, <laughs> biopsy of the neck. Is that a sex? <laughs> no, it's it's like a post mortem examination on animals. Oh, like when you when someone is charged with having sex with a dead animal, it's called necrophiliaism. So like we have autopsies. So I would say necrotop. You know what I mean? So I don't know the science behind it. Yeah, I don't know that. It's got to be some it's Latin derivative. Badass, it's got to be a Latin derivative. But um, I wish Gaita was here. This motherfucker would know that. Yeah. <laughs> he would. He would give you the but, Latin root of but it yeah, all. No, so, like, it got me thinking, like, dude, a mountain lion. Granted, it's 80 pounds, but still a mountain lion. Dude, I, killed dude. I got killed by one in Red Dead Redemption the other day. I wonder if <laughs> you get to <laughs> keep it. <laughs> scary shit. You don't see it coming. It just takes you off your horse. <laughs> this dude choked it out with his bare fucking hands. Dude, I mean, I'm sure he wasn't, like, just... Clamped around its neck, you probably like got it in a chokehold. I mean, dude, I don't know, man. Like my dog weighs 112 pounds. I took him to the vet yesterday, so like it was less than Tyson, but still, bro, like 80 pounds, a mountain lion. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Are you saying it's not? It was a mountain lion. <laughs> so you're impressed by this feat, yes. Yeah, I mean, I'm impressed, but I feel bad because it was a, just a juvenile. Well, yeah, absolutely. You feel bad, but I do. I what are you going to do? how old it is. Thing comes at me, I'm it. fucking bro, killing it, too. That's so like did those, that guy. Bro, that's, that's like true. those classic debates we've always been talking about, about the horse-sized ducks and the duck-sized horses, dude. Well, the like, again, side. like I said. A minor mountain lion still going to kill me, man. Tom, what would you do? When I first heard you guys come out with these duck-sized horses thing, I'm like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever listened <laughs> Wait, what to. What would you do, But Tom? it got me thinking. Yeah, it did. No, no, so we're going to run through them all. So would you rather have nipple-sized <laughs> fingers or finger-sized nipples? Uh, uh, hold on, one more time. <laughs> would you rather have finger-sized nipples or nipple-sized fingers? Finger-sized nipples, because okay. you can tape them down. Thank okay. you. Thank you, because you took okay, that answer yes, from yeah. me. Bibbin, you're already halfway would there. You, so would, you rather, <laughs> would you rather fight 30, what was it, duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck. 30 duck-sized horses. Yeah, that's what I said. And I can't remember what the third dumbass thing what we were talking about. I forget what it was. I forget what it was, but yeah. <laughs> Dude, no, okay. That's it's good. It's good to gain perspective from people. So another article that I saw today that I wanted to bring up, because um, I think I just have some hot takes on it, is that... Um, just like how you tried to segue into Mountain Lion getting killed, and you tried to call that guy a murderer. <laughs> you were like, speaking of murderer, no, I'm murderer talking about, I'm talking about this guy I, killed a kitty. No, I, don't, I wasn't trying to call him a murderer. I was like, we were talking about all these... Murderer. All, all, all <laughs> these, we were talking about all these people getting killed. I'm like, I, we got to talk about somebody winning a fight for True. once so um one thing that i saw and this is a random segue but um today i saw an article that rogan shared and it was that 
today there was the very first all girls boy scout troop was officially yeah, announced annoying. or whatever so like number one the girl scouts are a billion dollar business like why are you trying to vacate your own shit that like do that like that sometimes separation is a little okay like not everything has to be like mixed you, you don't have keep to keep them separated yeah they're trying to they take already have the Girl Scouts. Yeah. So but why boys, don't this was like a publicity like, I'm not stunt buying by the Boy cookies Scouts from the Girl Boy Scouts? <laughs> why don't Pop why don't not selling well? Why don't the is girls it the boy Girl Scouts or is it the Girl Boy Scouts? Why don't the Girl Scouts? That's question of the week. Is it the Boy Girl Scouts or the Girl Boy Scouts? It would be the Girl Boy Scouts. No, it'd be the Boy Girl Scouts because they're the first ever female Boy Scout troop. So that's why I'm saying the Girl Boy Scouts. Because they're part of the oh, Boy yeah, you're Scouts. Right, you're right, you're right, you're right, but dude, to, why don't why doesn't the Girl Scouts of America just stop tr- making a fortune off of cookies and use some of that money to fucking like teach? How are you gonna get the same? Cookie? How are you gonna get your cookies? Then, you baby? still sell the cookies. Just take it. Take it back a step, okay? They only Look, do it like one month out of the that's year. That's a damn lie. You can you can go into any any suburban mother's house at any time of the year, and she's always got a box of Girl Scout cookies. Your mom somewhere. They're saying selling. Yes, I'm saying because they all buy them. Every that's because they're on the shelves. Yeah, they're not dude, on now, the shelves. People are smart now, man. Yeah, they, they set are. up their own like websites and shit now, where you can mm-hmm. buy them. No, well, the Girl Scouts did that for them. Like everybody, the girls got hyperlinks now that you can go and buy specifically from that girl. On that's what I'm website. saying. That's like, the smartest. Why don't thing they ever. just instill more <laughs> of what we the had Boy that for Scouts some, like, do? Candies to go to candy to go to Camp Fitch or whatever. Do you remember bars? like them candy just to a, get yeah. football equipment? Like, go go on a limo ride to fucking an Italian restaurant for lunch one day. Pay for all the uniforms. No, we went to Donatos. I thought. We did yeah, that's what it was. And, yeah. a, and an Italian restaurant like sixth grade. Anything to get out of school, we were like, all right, cool. Like, yep, I'm good. Dude, but um, the last few things I wanted to touch on is just a little sports segment at the end of this thing. So we had a few bombshells drop this week, um, starting with... I heard your the neck Browns just signing Kareem Hunt, dude. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Yeah, so big controversy. Obviously, he kicked a girl on video. You know what? Though? Can I first, let girl. me just say this? Oh my god, that baby. girl looked like she deserved it. Oh, he <laughs> said. I knew it. I'm going home. Don't take my name <laughs> off this. Take my name off. I wasn't here. I wasn't here. Oh my okay. god, baby. Not in a sense that it's just because oh she's a woman. No. Because she was running her mouth, and you know she dropped an N-word with a hard R. Yeah. You know that she did. Because he was, if you watch the video, he was starting to collect himself. His boy was holding him back. You know Larry but then knows she, that guy. But she, was holding she back. runs up and says one more thing, and that's what makes him go crazy. Yeah. You know that's what she said. And in that situation, as a white girl, you can't be just tossing that word around to anybody. But unfortunately, dude, you're making an assumption. I... I You're know I a am. hard assumption, Vivian. Hard assumption. But let's talk football about it. So the yes, biggest. Please. All right. So it's I just. I can't believe he said that, bro. I can't believe he said that. This is that. just bleep it out. No. <laughs> no, that's funny. Leave yeah. it. What you know? But, yeah, fuck it. She deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man. Oh if man, you're still listening, I do not vouch for this guy. But um. 
So the biggest thing is that we got so, a Tom, we got an opening. Yeah. You <laughs> No, we got the number one running back in the NFL Literally. for a million dollars a year. Now granted for maybe four games. Well yeah, but granted he's got service no, suspension. His suspension is gonna Schefter, be half the season. Schefter dude. says ten to twelve, he thinks. You no. know what sucks though is the, Six to why, eight. why is it this came out when? In December? Why is it taking so fucking long for this? Bro, they yeah. said that we're not gonna hear anything until probably Because they the draft. need something to talk about. <sighs> But it's the NFL that's the prolonging NFL, this. They do it on purpose, man. So that way it's Goodell, more. The, see, another reason why Goodell's not good idiot. publicity. Like, it doesn't matter if it's good or bad publicity as long as you're being talked about. Just it's like the publicity. NBA. Just like Sorry, the NBA getting Tom. talked about um, during, like, the Super Bowl. Like, the NBA almost outshined the Super Bowl because they decided to, like, have some trade rumors. Well, yeah, but I just think that with the whole thing, like, yeah, at first I was like, okay, well, bye bye, Duke. I thought DJ was gone. But then, like, Put I didn't him realize. In the slot. No, dude, we need to sign a night a wide receiver, a number one wide receiver, and move Jarvis into the slot. Yeah, 100%. Or we need a draft a wide receiver. Bro, okay. Side note. Speaking of that, did you see that Metcalf wide receiver, bro? He's six four, two twenty five. I thought dude. he was a linebacker. Huge. In that, that, that picture's picture. got to be some slightly dude. doctored. Dude, I don't know. But anyway, I mean, but yeah, that's a big boy. But can yeah. he catch the ball? That's with, all that matters. He's with, a wide receiver. Um, with Kareem Hunt, I mean, if it works out and it pans out for us nice on paper, it, it's we have a, you know, we have nice skill position players on offense. It's just if it works out, I mean. Yeah, if it I, works out. <laughs> I don't No, I mean, uh, yeah, as long as he stays, I mean. I, mean, for, I think you should step back on this whole Kareem Hunt. I, well, now we're talking <laughs> Now we're talking about football, not what well, happened. Well, I think I think that um, that Duke Johnson's definitely going to play a small role, but Nick Chubb's really good. Well, yeah. Dorsey and, came out and just literally said Duke Johnson's not expendable yet. Yeah. So like yet makes me feel like hold on, my whole point is with the, this one year contract makes me think that John Dorsey's like listen man I was the one who drafted you I'll give you your first chance shit I'll give you your second chance but you got to give me first dibs if you have a hell of a four or five game stretch six game stretch where you can possibly get a two three year contract out of this because yeah. he is a restricted free agent so essentially I think the Browns are setting themselves up for the future where they can possibly use Absolutely. Duke Johnson and, and I mean tra- they're really trade trying to go for it this is and, them yeah. going for it because yeah. He'll come back right at the end of the year and look at what CJ Anderson did for the Rams. Carried yeah. him all the way to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, look at so, Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara. It's proven yeah. you can have two number one running backs for instead sure. of a balanced offense. Mm-hmm. So it's it'll I mean, work it's out not for and pull a guy that's been suspended back in. Exactly. Like if you guys want to get real down and dirty, Tyreek Hill pushed a pregnant woman down a flight of stairs, and he's one of the top five wide receivers in the NFL. It's just yeah. If you can score touchdowns, people are going to look the well, other way. That almost came back that way since He's the dawn of time. Player. Well, that almost came back to bite him in the ass this year with the whole Kareem Hunt situation because people were like peeling back the curtain on Kareem Hunt and were like, "Wait a minute, Tyreek Hill's got some questionable things going on in well, his past." Well, people knew that. That's why Tyreek Hill went in like the seventh round. Or that was during the draft. That, yeah, that like people it all knew came that out. Shit. And John and yeah. Ken Dorsey or John, John Dorsey, Dorsey fucking John Dorsey. drafted him. Yeah. So like he's he has a history. Callaway w- was committing well, credit card fraud. Baker ran from the cops. <laughs> well, Baker's not that big of a deal. Well, like, who but, who didn't run from a food truck while the cops were there, dude? <laughs> who didn't do that? But like the thing with Kareem Hunt, I think Shout it also helps. I think it also helps that he is a Willoughby kid, because like his mom or uh, I just bit my tongue. His parents, his family, his like main support system is going to be surrounded by him twenty four seven. Yeah. 
it's not like he lives in Kansas City nine months out the year because, I mean, from when they start with preseason and camp to when they would have finished this year, it'd be about nine months. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like he's only in Cleveland for three months because this whole situation happened in February after the Super Bowl. Yeah, and that's what's so, scary is you're bringing him right back to the same place with the same friends who fucked him up. Yeah, the first but time. you got to understand it, that happened. Like to me, I think the whole situation happened in kind like, of honestly, a homecoming that, environment where it's like, yo, you're you don't live here that often, so when you're in town, we go hard because we don't get to see each other that often. So maybe you do go a little bit hard out. And about you yeah. come back to this place because you he had a residency His there. His mom said she that he's moving back in with her. Yeah, so it's like you know, with that being said, and Dorsey being like that father figure, like yo, I'm giving you a second chance. If you fuck up again, this is gonna be like a Josh Gordon episode. You don't get another chance, yeah. especially yeah. with domestic violence. Not like he failed the drug test 16 times. Yeah, don't I? I agree. Hopefully, it works out for the Browns, man. It's a it's a very non PR like move, but the reality of the situation is, people are up in arms about this shit for 48 hours, and then life just keeps on ticking, and nobody gives a shit. To wrap it up, because we got to get ready to head to soccer soon, but um, I wanted to ask everybody a closing question. We have a snack hall of fame that we're about to create. So everybody go around. We're gonna start with Bibbin. Oh, we're not gonna create this. We want I just well hold on. I didn't mean to like cut you off or be rude like right there. We're gonna roll with it yeah. now that you're not gonna cut it off and turn what what well, just gonna shut I was gonna give Spencer little background. does this awkward thing where he just likes to just end the session. No, I was gonna give you background to it. I was I was <laughs> listening to a podcast and someone was saying that Cool Ranch Doritos is a first ballot Hall of Famer over no. the original Nacho Cheese Doritos. Ooh. So it had me wondering what do you guys think would be a first okay. ballot a Hall of Famer? Ba- ba- so valid. I, I take back, I take back yeah. what I said. Okay. I take back what <laughs> that, I said. That's why, because I wanted to get your opinion on both of them on what do you think would be a first ballot Hall of Famer? Cool Ranch or Nacho Cheese Doritos? But then also, and then what, what the would fuck your is first Hall ballot Hall of Famer be? Yeah. Definitely Nacho Cheese. Me too. I say not. I actually had to tell I'm going Car- Cool Ranch. I'm going baby. Cool Ranch. Oh, really? Divided I, room. Is it weird that we're both wearing red and they're both so, wearing like dark TLRC colors? TLRC Pod on Instagram. Let us know. Comment on the uh, picture I just posted of this episode. I tagged Tom in it. Cool Ranch or Nacho Cheese at TLRC Pod on Instagram. So we'll put up a poll. Yeah, I'll put up a poll. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, definitely fucking nacho cheese. Though. You guys are crazy. Wow. I had to ch- I had to check Carly. You ever she- done hell of a good with uh nacho cheese Doritos? No, though? What you-, you don't need hell of a good for Bro, it. I hell of a good, tea. dude. Yeah, law sins. No, no, hell of a hell good. Hell of a good. No, you're crazy. Hell, you're hell good. of a bad if you're going with that. No, man. hell of a good. No, but first off, my face. Bro. Anyways. Cool ranch all day, every day, every Ohio single day. I just checked Carly, dude. She's like, "Oh, I bought you some Doritos at the store." I'm like, "Awesome!" And I go open up the cupboard, and I'm like, "I'm like, I go to her. I'm like, look, gotta, cool ranch. Toss. I'm like, cool ranch is good, but always nacho cheese." You said, cheese. "Listen, I thought no, this dude. relationship was moving forward. I, I think we <laughs> need to take a step back." So, actually, so on the chips. What is your go-to snack? If you have, no, what's your you, first ballot Hall of Famer? What's yeah snack so, food? So we're talking about like um, so what's I your, got the munchies and, I, and I'm yeah. at a convenience store. Yeah, yeah. I'm going. Com- your first ballot Hall of Famer, cracker and cheese combos. Wow, 
Dude, I think I just changed my the bomb. Yeah. Those are the bomb, not the pretzel and cheese too. Combo, so, yeah. I'm t- the cracker and cheese ones, dude. Those are the bomb. Aren't they all made with pretzels? No, you can get, dude. They're the, like that's what I'm saying. They're like beige, like the cracker yeah. and cheese ones. It's a blue bag. It's white and blue bag. Ooh, that's good. So it's, oh, all right, that's, that's good. a good one, yeah. Spencer. Mine, mine's out in left field. I don't think y'all remember mine. Dunkaroos. Oh yeah. Ooh. Dunkaroos. Those Bro, are, I, that's, that's how I learned how to eat pussy, dude. Was licking out the Dunkaroo fucking <laughs> thing. That's how I learned how to eat pussy right there. Yeah. <laughs> Dunkaroos are my definitely my first. Ooh, chocolate or the white? Um, I'm going chocolate Dunkaroos with like the cookies and or with like the white cream. Yeah, uh, I'll be honest with you. I don't think I've ever had a Dunkaroo in my entire what? life. What? My parents, I, I, uh, my parents, you're right. Chips. You're, dude, I'll order some. Tom, for you. I will I say, dude, Tom's. Oh my god, I would snack go over food Tom. was the, the worst. Shit, dude, the worst. Like, they things. grew up on snacks. If I would come over for a sleepover, bars. I would bring the chips That's because your parents were born in. 1642. Yeah, they didn't have any bro. chips back then. Dude, the only thing Tom had, we, we do, me and Tom, when we were kids, like when we just wanted to stay up all night playing yeah, video 24 games. 24-pack of Mountain Dew. 24-pack warm Mountain Dew. Yep. <laughs> I was actually talking to somebody at work today. He got our code red. I'm like, when's the last time I saw a code oh, red? Oh, God. We used to pound those things. Yeah, yeah. dude. Games. Remember just, when they used to trick everyone and say for round for a limited time only? It's like, bro, it's been 20 years yeah. now. Shout out to Tom's basement. I pissed in that uh, rubber raid container <laughs> once. Yeah, that's, that's, story. that's from like episode two. two. My... All right, Tom. So what's your snack hall? So I don't. I'm not a big snacker. Um, I don't eat chips and all that. But I, I have sunflower seeds. Is your shit, dude? Yeah, dude. It doesn't yeah, have well, to be I have like, like a... an oral fixation. I always gotta have something in my mouth. Oh yeah. Don't say it. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I do chew a lot of sunflower seeds. Guys, hit him up. Um, but I would say like my favorite chip. Uh, baked barbecue lays. Ooh, those okay. are good. Even though they give you that shitty half bag of them. Oh, all chips yeah. are like that, dude. Yeah. But also, uh, growing up, I was big on Chex Mix. Okay, so he's a Chex Original Mix. and Bold Party. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Solid. I do yeah. like a Chex Mix. You know who's also a big Chex Mix fan? Pesto. Never seen a kid eat more Chex Mix no, in I my life. No, no I, take my, I take it back. <laughs> hate him. You don't want to hate Pesto. <laughs> No, I hate Jax Mix. No, uh, he no you them. don't. What about you, Ralphie? So mine is, I love these things, dude. And honestly, if I like 100%, if I'm going to the grocery store buying snack food for myself, like chip wise, I, and really any kind of food, unless I'm going sweets, that's a whole nother story. Hostess, ho-hos, they changed the recipe. I am bent because that was my favorite shit of all time. Oh, really? They the changed hostess, ho-hos, the single white sleeve ho-hos. If you yes. can see the veins coming out oh of his forehead right now. I they changed, this dude is passionate. They changed the, the recipe on those ho-ho. motherfuckers, and I am upset. Oh, that's annoying. That changed my life, dude. Well, that didn't was Little like, Debbie's go out of business? On holidays, somebody... my mom could get me just that. Like four boxes and I'd be fine. Okay, wait. But time shut the fuck up because I haven't said my actual snack yet. So, um, fucking cheese it snack mix, dude. Ooh, cheese it is yeah. my the yes. snack mix with the garlic. Yes, is the shit. Yeah, that's why your breath always smells. Yeah, bro. Who cares? hundred percent. I yeah. love that shit, dude. The Cheez-its snack mix in general, not the sriracha, not the extra cheese. The what about cheese nips? Snack mix. What about cheese nips? If, they're the, the, cats, if they're the cat dog ones, I can fuck with those. Cheddar penguins. No, it's, Ch- a cat, it's gotta be bread. cat dogs. It's gotta be cat dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to ask this question. Have you guys ever used a fork to eat Oreos? 
No, Ooh, like they uh, show where you like put it in milk. It, like no, man, in that's milk? part of the no. thing is licking your fingers, getting no. that extra milk. Oh, like that, that you know, just no. you never put that. You put a fork it. in between like the cookie. And yeah, the like cream. in the cream part. Yeah. yeah. All right, I love all you guys, but we have to wrap this up. We're yeah, gonna we be late go to soccer. soccer. Thank so, you guys for having me. Yeah, yeah man, Tom. It was definitely a pr- pleasure. Follow up with my agent. See you next time I'm in town. Yeah. I've had a good good time. Follow us, and uh, Tom, we will definitely do this again, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Love ya. See ya. Deuces. Hey, the teachers. Jabroni. This is the this Living, is the Living Room Chronicles podcast. podcast.
I pull it up tired and I stick my dick in from behind and I'm banging it and I have like our arms like this and it is like fucking I'm pulling it like this I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm just pulling it, dude. I'm looking at the mirror and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so the mirror can take shit. And then she's like, get the tie, get the tie. She wanted to be choked with the tie. So I fucking, I stopped to go in my room. I pull out this, like, a 500 ties. So I was like, pick one, hurry up. She picks this one. I fucking wrap it around her neck, dude. Pull it tight. I'm going back from behind. I'm pulling the belt with this hand with the arm. And I'm pulling the tie with this hand, like, choking her like this. You better. <laughs> You better relax or you're going to fucking end up with her fucking dead. You can see. God. And this is after I stripped in my baseball game. She said she thought baseball players were hot, so I got my game on. Oh, my I got God. my pants. Oh. I, that. I got oh my God. pants, I got my uniform and my hat, and then I... Dude, I wish, I, I wish you could wear a GoPro. I wish we could have talked about these experiences on the podcast.